should have got those fucking wings trashed. They're not wings. Just French dressing. Are you are you kidding Could me? Could you trash? You give me shit about the way I eat, and you just fucking went. <laughs> to be honest, though, I mean, like that's a but, lot. But see, I'm not wearing it all. It's right, all that is a lot. He, he's a lot more like clean, clean than. than I, don't like, like, I don't make that noise. No, this is like a rabbit. You look like that. Right, we wouldn't hear the noise. Sure, of you look like a stab. You just sounded like a fucking. Stab. If there was background well, noise, did you hear that? I heard I, it, but if there was background, it wasn't noise, that loud. It sound that. Andy, bad. did you hear that? No, he didn't. No, I wouldn't be surprised because it's ultimately not that loud. For it wasn't that loud. The microphone, but I mean, if you're in person, it was just fucking disgusting. Jake didn't even hear it. I'm pretty sure Jake probably heard. It. I mean, I heard something, but it wasn't like anything out of the ordinary. Again, it's not as savage as you eating the wing. I'll tell you that. All right. Okay. Well, it's more savage sounding than me. I'll take that. So that's a win in my book. Oh my god, that sounded like a brick. Yeah, it, it hit the chair. Oh shit. All right, so what else is going on? No, I'm gonna recap. You know, recap what? weekend. I, I think from the weekend, Pat was eating a bunch of uh, oh my god. Oreo balls that he kept talking about. Oreo cream. Oreo cream, Oreo cream cheese balls. And what? Just from where? It might. Are you fucking? Oh, Jesus, now look at you. Now you're just flinging ranch dressing all over yourself, all over the table. God damn. We're just sitting. I mean, Jeez, I didn't see those. They were good. I, I, actually, I, remember, I did see I remember from, from that whole thing is we're just sitting down there at the fire. There's like, you know, people, what, five or six people that we've never met before. Pat's just like, hey, you guys want to eat some of these Oreo, Oreo cream cheese balls? <laughs> what about the part with the cunt? Well, I mean, I don't know how much we want to dig into that one, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, it's still a controversial word, even though I love saying it. Well, all right, so we're just gonna dig into this, Andy. I just want to. So we'll we'll keep it quickly, but like, again, there were how many? What five, four or five yeah, girls four or five here? Girls. Two and Pat. Well, again, we've never met them. They were like, three and Pat just like, man, I love the word cunt. And we're like, what? What is wrong? There were like three fucking girls. Like Mike's. Mike's girlfriend, Rebecca, her sister, and then some other girl. And then are you talking about Jenna and, then Jenna Stephanie, and Stephanie? Yeah. I mean, they're still girls. Right. But have you said cunt to them before? Yeah, probably. He probably has. I've been around I've been around Jenna enough. She knows me pretty well. Yeah. Stephanie probably wasn't offended by it. So I love how you're saying that they're not offended because they're not saying anything. Like that is that that's is like the worst. That's like the worst presumption that you could make. But my whole point was saying that the word "cunt" really shouldn't. It's really not that offensive a word. I don't think it's See, just a you, funny word. Because you're a dude. All right. Well, you know, if they're offended by that, <laughs> then I guess I guess they're in your right to be offended by it. But I don't really care. So there you go. I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't think any of them were offended by it. I doubt they were. Yeah. I'm not calling him. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say a lot. We're just saying. Just saying I'm not gonna send, no, just, send a text. I'm gonna send a text right now. I'm, I'm just, just saying it's a true. fun word to say, and then I constantly said it. It's not like I was calling anybody a cunt. Uh, I mean, exactly. Right, but then fucking, I mean, the word is itself is just you know ignorant. A fun. It's ig- It's hella ignorant. Hella ignorant. Hella immoral. I know <laughs> that this is. I know this is a slightly different exactly. culture, but they say the word cunt all the time. Over in England. Yeah, too. well, we're we're not. Yeah, we're exactly. Not. I said slightly different culture. But can we like adapt? You know, the English are pretty. Lame. We do need to adapt can to. We, con- can we adapt like that word over here, please? Because it's really fun to say. It's a lot of fun to say. What about cooter? Cooter is also. I haven't said cooter in a while. I love that word. It's fun to say too. Yeah. Man, that word's like out of my vocabulary all of a sudden. 
You uh, get one word to use the rest of your, or one of those two words to use the rest of your life. Which one are you picking? Hooter or cunt? Hooter is so dirty, though. <laughs> it's an amazing word. Well, you seem more like you one. seem more of a cooter guy. Yeah, he's guy, definitely honestly. a cooter guy. I, I fucking went through Rala only saying cooter pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's such a disgusting thing to say. Like, oh, I want to go fucker cooter. Like, that is so. Well, that's not how you usually say. That's a really. Okay. I, no, I, I was gonna say. It'll just like nobody is. I don't know how I want to say, but it's, it's such like a. I, that's like a dirty version of the fucking, you know, of what it means. It's like I just can't think of cooter with a straight face. Cut. It's just kind of like. <laughs> I love how you emphasize it's, it too. It, it's so frowned upon that that's what makes it fun. Cooter is really not frowned upon. It's just a fucking dirty slang word for, you know, huge. Oh. What do you give them Hardee's, Jake? I didn't get Hardee's. I got, um, well, I got some fucking sushi from Deerberg's that was disgusting trash. So, really? I made nachos instead of I ate nachos. Damn. I do have one thing, I guess, to talk about since Austin decided to challenge it. And bring back an old discussion that I already. Not only Austin, I want to talk to you about this too. Okay, but do we want to do we want to go there first? Does anybody yeah, else have I mean, a topic? Why not? Let's, go Let's ahead. keep going while Austin's here. Right, so good dinner conversation. I'll just kind of brief everybody. Um, this morning, I weighed in. I had kind of a hell of a week. I drank. I didn't drink a whole lot, but I drank five out of six days, and a lot of those days I ate like shit. And I know that if I ever want to, my goal is to fucking get below 170. And then as soon as I do, that's when I'm starting my bulk. It's just something I'm determined to do. I don't need to do it. I've reached my original goal for fat loss. Not that I have much fat, I understand that. But I've reached my original goal for fat loss in the time frame I wanted to. But I'm just determined to like hit that extra goal. And so today I weighed in and it was a little bit less than I expected thinking I weighed in at um 172.4 so i've only got 2.4 pounds to go that should be really really easy to manage to lose in a week or a week and a half or so not a week but i'd say two weeks two weeks i can lose that and as soon as i get there then it's freedom we're going into bulking we're eating more calories we're not staring at Austin's fried chicken with envy. Yeah, you we're are. Our goddamn fried chicken. Well, I am right now. I'm not saying you would not believe how good this is. All right. Well, in two weeks, I'll have my own goddamn fried chicken or whatever I decide. I wanted to bring this to you guys. Let you try it. Well, it, also, as soon as I as soon as I do get below there, and I start coming over here for podcast Tuesdays, like I want to, you know, just sort of bring out the taste palette. Maybe bring some shit. Make some shit in there. What do you think, Jake? Having some cooking? I'm down with that. But again, like I told you, we're, I'm going to be like leaving probably within the next, oh, like well. before the end of the year. Maybe I don't know. I haven't done that, but but we're running out of time. But yes, yes. fuck me. I guess I guess no. We well, we could also lose that weight. We could also change some stuff around. We could talk about that offline. But okay, okay, gotcha. So now, most of the weight that I've lost since I'm well on this journey. I was 192 pounds. I'm down to 172 right now. A little bit of that's going to be water weight from the diet that I had before I started this this cut. So it's honestly probably about 17 pounds of of body mass, not including water weight, and probably 80 to 90 percent of that was fat. But Austin <clears throat> thinks it's an anorexic strategy. I know he's talking shit. I don't I mean it's a strategy. I said so, that's body dysmorphia. 
body dysmorphia. So do yeah, you, you see yourself as not a right weight when you already are. Well, I'm definitely the right weight at 192, but my body composition could be. You said you're 170. I'm 172 pounds right now. Why do you say 192 then? Well, because when I decided to cut body fat, I started out at 192, 193, which yeah. is still a healthy weight for 6'4". But, yeah, you don't really need to go below that, actually. But, okay, but if 15 pounds of that is body fat, then what's unhealthy about it? How do you know 15 pounds of it is body fat? Because I haven't lost hardly any strength in the gym. We already talked about this like three weeks ago. Yeah, but I don't know. It seems like a specific number you don't have access to machinery that could calculate. How about the fucking barbells? Uh, the goddamn dumbbells, the bench press. Is I'm that just saying, like, area to calculate that? You know, can we look at body dysmorphia? Uh, the definition. Sure, look at body dysmorphia. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think. Aren't there, also, aren't there also scales that they run kind of that like electrical charge through your body, and it'll measure that? That yeah, like, they do. But that didn't have that done. I also have a scale that that does that. Those things are not the most accurate in the world. There's more accurate ways to measure body fat, <clears> such as like. I don't know. There's like hydro ways of doing it. You like okay. yourself into a tank. Body dysmorphia disorder is a mental health disorder in which you can't stop thinking about one or more perceived defects or flaws in your appearance. A flaw that appears minor can be seen but can't be seen by others. But you may feel embarrassed, ashamed, and anxious that you may avoid many social situations. Okay, well, that's a little bit different. From it's a, a lot of well, so I think that there's well, that what Jake is saying is that there's parts of it. It's in your mind. Yeah, that's what I'm saying too. Is this isn't in mind? Is it healthy to be going up in weight, like, and then go back down, and then go back up, and then go back down, and then go back up? Isn't it better just to find a happy medium and just stick to the medium? No, I don't think there's any studies that that say that, or else, or else anybody who dedicates himself to bodybuilding would be doing something unhealthy. Okay, well, let me just put no, it this way. Let me, let me put it this way. Cut in bulk phases. Let me put it this way. You could, you could pick, you could think of your, of your body okay. as a car. Okay. Okay. If you constantly run your car on empty, closer to empty, you're going to burn up your car. Yep. And if you constantly run your car on, you know, over full or you fill it up too much, it doesn't, it also That's actually a good thing with the car. No, let me do it. Is you can't, but you can't top it off. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah, yeah, you don't overflow it. You can't overflow it. So, picture the overflow and it being like your high maximum weight and then your low maximum weight. To me, it's not like your your body should, like, you should, your body naturally will thrive off of a certain weight, particular to you. I don't know what the hell that weight is. But the problem is, is when you're fluctuating from one way or the other, it's not healthy one way or the other. You should find a middleweight and try to stick at that. Yes. The problem I'll say is this. If everyone you know was saying it doesn't look right. Literally nobody is saying that but you pretty much. Uh, Ethan, uh, Jake is saying it right now. Like People are that are being asked a question are saying, are saying they're agreeing with me, not you. Okay, so let's talk about what Jake's point was with why not find a, a weight to stick to. I don't care about fucking weight. I care about body composition. And it's really hard to gain weight and lose body fat at the same time. Look at all the resources. Look at all the studies. It's extremely hard to do. So I would love, I I suppose if if I could do both, I'd love to be 200 pounds and 10% body fat. But the reality is, is if I was 200 pounds, if I decided to go on a bulk, let's say it's a little bit of a dirty bulk and I got to 200 pounds, then I'm 18% body fat. 
then how is that? The fuck's a dirty bulk. What the fuck? I was going to say, what is a dirty, dirty bulk? Is when you're you're gaining weight and some of it's muscle and some of it's fat. Like a lot of it's What's dirty about that? You want to is fat. What do you mean with okay. dirty? You, want, you, you, you just said it. You answered my question. You want a lean bulk, which is picking up like, if you pick up 10 pounds, you want eight or nine pounds of that to be, be muscle. You know? oh. And so it's really hard to gain muscle and lose weight at the same time. Now, you could have asked me, like, and I want to get stronger. COVID stole all my gains. I've said this multiple times. And when I was 192, I, I could have started that in August or July or whenever the hell I moved into my place. I think it was July. I could have just started my bulk right there. I was getting like back into it, like, you know, mentally. But I, I could have gone on, I could have tried to gain 10 pounds of muscle. It's a lot harder to, to pick up a pound of muscle than it is to lose a pound of fat. And then I'd be the I'd be the same or more, I'd have the same or more body fat, but and I still have to lose it eventually anyway. Why? What do you mean? What the fuck? Why? What? So here's here's my ultimate question. All right. You care about body composition, all this stuff. Why? Do you care about are you I'm more passionate about body? Are you love are you more worried about the way you look or being healthy? I mean, I'm both, Jake, but to be honest with you, I am vain as shit. Okay, so then that's body dysmorphia. No, that's just being vain. It's fucking dysmorphia if like if you're not vain life and you can't like you know, you can't fucking put on a goddamn You mentioned the social aspect and Pat's still going on doing shit. Yeah. Right. Okay, but but okay, but put it this way. Uh, then why are there are are uh, are functioning alcoholics? Are they bad then too? Is that bad? That's still that's still yeah, that's exactly a disease. Fucking alcoholism. Too no, bad, yeah. no, no. Just keep it. Just keep it in the same mindset. You're, you're, it's the same mindset. You're, you're it's an obsession mindset. Okay, and we've already <laughs> been on this fucking podcast that said you are obsessed with shit and you have obsessions and you dive deep. You dive deep. Correct. Yeah. yeah okay. That's your so that is a that is an addictive personality. That is a mindset. Sure. It could very well be as just as easily as alcoholism that you could have been if you would have started drinking. Now let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. Let me finish my point before you jump in. Right. But you would still be you would still be functional if you drank or played Call of Duty or whatever vice you had, right? Yeah, I mean I do that too. So why can't you? have because of your addictive personality and the way that you are and the way that you're explaining this and you're diving deep in your defects and all this kind of shit why can it not be true that there could be a little bit of body dysmorphia that you're dealing with? can i say something i mean if you're What's talking on a scale if you're talking on a scale the one to ten then i would say vanity is probably like regular vanity is probably you know two or three maybe at best a four on that scale a 10 is when you have a serious fucking condition you need to go to the hospital. Do I look like I need to fucking go to the hospital? No, but again, it, it's it's which way you want to call it. Uh, you are starting to look like you need to go to the hospital. No, okay, let's not, go, let's, not, let's not go that way. You look that gangly, way. but hang on. I was, I was gangly, but skinny fat three months ago. Skinny fat. Listen again. to me. So what's listen, to me. listen to me. Here's what, what, here's what I think you should do. Okay, I'll listen to the old Here you go. mighty opinion of Austin. Here's what I make it real simple for you. Stop being on a diet and start working out not shitty. What are you talking about? Did you not stop doing shit? Pet, people can go to the gym and do the shittiest workouts and not get any gains from it. Remember how we talked about doing uh, dips and making sure that your elbows are going to a 90 degree angle and you thought that you were and then That's you took a video and then it, you realize that you weren't. 
Maybe you need to take a video of everything you do to make sure you're getting proper form and that you're actually working out hard. I don't care about, I don't no, care about this bro. This, this isn't turning into a goddamn bro off, okay? okay? No, we're on No, we're not. No, we're getting on the couch here to set up himself. literally attacked what the fuck. Okay, so like, what the fuck? So I can't see myself doing dips. And so I'm I'm working out with Zach and I have him take a video of me. And I'm like, whoa, I guess I'm not going 90 degrees. And then I fixed that. I got proper form. What does that have to do with anything about body Maybe form? what if it's, well, what I'm getting at is what if it's your workout routine? I never once went on a diet and I got in good shape. Newbie gains. What the fuck is that? If, when you were working out, is that what you're saying? I'm saying that when I worked out, I got in great shape, but I never went on a diet. And I, in fact, I ate more. Yeah, you were burning more calories. Okay. Those so, games. so you can. Yeah, get so if you were doing workouts right before you started this diet, yeah, I and was. and you weren't getting newbie gains, then your workout is what's the problem, not no, your diet. Already, I already got the newbie gains. Whenever I like got back in, shake, shut the fuck up. I'm not even saying it. You're just like pissing me off with like your posture and your fucking bootiness right now. Like, watch, just like. No, I'm just. I don't want to get this into a whole man, guys. Hey, let me lift, walk it on. Let me lift. Two hundred pounds. Your bench press two hundred pounds. Your form isn't correct. You're bouncing it off your fucking chest. I'm trying to say that Pat works out shitty and then blames it on his diet. I want to get to. No, no. I want to get to. I want to fuck all the workouts. No, fuck you. I need to. I need to fucking respond to this. Okay. So phase one. You're not in the gym. You go in there. You're a certain body composition. You start working out. You pick up newbie gains. It's goddamn, it's fucking inevitable. So your muscles aren't used to working, and you're going to go in there. You're obviously going to pick up a lot of muscle in the first month or, two, or a couple of months from what the previously was, when you just look like a blob of fucking skinny fat shit. Now, after that, it's a lot harder to pick up muscle. But at that point, it's either... Gain muscle or lose fat. There's no doing both at the same time. And like I fucking said, like four times and at least once today, it is easier to lose a pound of fat than it is to build than it is to pick on or pick up a pound of muscle. So if both of those are my goals to have more muscle mass and to have minimum body fat, and if I lose that body fat first before I get into my real bulk. For the winter, when I'm a low body fat percentage, when everybody's a low body fat he's percentage. He's a bear. He's a bear. Now. Fuck on. When you're a low body <laughs> fat percentage, your body's more efficient at building muscle. And I was over 15% body fat. There's no fucking question about that. And I've got to be below it now. So why not cut first, lose that 15 pounds of fat that I want to lose eventually anyway, so that I can be more efficient in picking up muscle. And hopefully by March, after a very clean bulk, Maybe I'm 190, like I was three months ago, but with a better body composition, more muscle mass and less body fat. I don't fucking understand, like, why you're saying that my workouts aren't doing the job when I'm not trying to get stronger right now. I'm just trying to maintain not, Let me let me, let me me say one thing. First okay. of all, I didn't listen to any of that because I knew it was all going to be bullshit. Okay. Well, um, I just had, because, I, I mean, I've heard you say it all a million times, and so I had so to tune out because I knew you were going to well, I'm bringing it up because I want to say, what I'm trying to say, and that is you just saw me eat a big-ass dinner of fried chicken, unhealthy as fuck, right? Okay. Yesterday, you saw me eat eight crab rangoons and a fucking pad thai with chicken and mushrooms and noodles and a fat-ass meal, and the people next to me were like, did you just eat all that? They're like, I was like, yeah. They're like, what, do you have a tapeworm? And I was like, no. 
And I haven't worked out in three years now after July. Or actually, no. Yeah, three years. Um, but I'm in fine shape, right? Okay. I'm not well, on a diet. But what, that's not what I'm not trying to I'm not trying to flex. No, what I'm here to tell you is that the secret is in how you walk and how you move and how you maneuver. That's the secret of being in good shape and having a good metabolism. You think it's bullshit, but the way I maneuver when I do anything – I do it athletically all the time, even if it looks weird to other people. Like, it's how you go up the stairs. Do you run up the this stairs? Is, do you jump? Do you jump? This up is each, almost as dumb as Pat. Well, hang like, on. This is honestly as dumb as Pat. You're trolling. No, no, no. I'm not trolling. I'm saying it's a combination of eating right, not starving yourself, doing things that are naturally not healthy, starving. not just in the gym, like but in course. everything you do. It's not just in the gym. It's, it's when you're doing the laundry, like. Do you carry it with one hand or you use both? And what are you doing? How how you do anything? How you do anything is how you do everything, right? So I treat everything like a workout okay. all the time. And so it's not just in the gym where I work out. I always make sure everything is a workout. Okay. No, you guys are both dumb. He's fucking trolling. No, right? we're, we're trolling. Austin, it's not any you don't do some fucking jazzercise when you're in the shower listening to music and you're bouncing around and all that. I'm just saying it's, it's not the genetics. Food. It's, not the it's food. all genetics. We're all pre pre predispositioned to a certain body body style. weight, a body style. You're all predispositioned to a certain body yeah, certain body style based on your genetics. You have a genetics of what, no matter what you do, you will always be that way, plus or minus 10, 15 pounds. You have the same thing. You just haven't found your plus or minus five, 15 pounds. No, you will not. settle in. Fucker, I'll get there, okay? Genetics. Come on. We're gonna, now, you're not even next to the mic. No. It's, no, I don't want to hear any more about fucking, fucking workout, walk-in. I am. And that was one thing. I'm saying. It's like SpongeBob Gym over there. It's not. It's not just genetics. Genetics helps, but it's a lifestyle. It's how your lifestyle is. How do you – and if, if you – Lifestyle, this is literally the lifestyle that I'm going for right now. Now you're saying, saying that – he's, he's saying that you're like people are only in good shape. Like I'm only in good shape because of genetics. It's no, not why I say It's because I, I – say that. The lifestyle I live, I eat what I want, but I also don't just sit around all the time. I move around a lot, and when I do move, I move athletically and in a way that challenges me. When I go up the stairs, I don't just like walk and hold the railing and take it one step at a time. I jump and skip each step. Anywhere I go, I just automatically do that by by default. Really it's a little little workout, you know, but how many times you go upstairs in a day? Like all those things add up. Like if you just do an hour workout or you do an hour workout and then throughout the day you're doing little mini workouts with just subconsciously maneuvering and how you how you do your day-to-day -day activities, it starts to add up. You're you literally, I, put, I put weights on my, on my not, fingers when I'm typing. None of keyboard. that was relevant to anything I'm doing at all. Not a fucking It was thing. in the sense that my point is it's you are saying that it's all about the diet. It's not right. you don't I need to start yourself. That. I literally never said well, what you're what are you but what are you doing? What are you doing? It's a fucking collective. No, what are you doing? You are starving yourself and you're eating like shit so that you can lose weight. Literally, That's what you're both doing. of those are wrong. I am not fucking starving. I'm a little hungry when I go to bed because it's a fucking caloric deficit. How many calories a day? Right now, it's 1,200. See, me. you're supposed to get 2,000 minimum a day. How tall, how tall are you? I at? work from home. Six four. I work from six foot. I work on the couch all the time. Yeah. I'm underweight for six four. If I'm, if I'm My resting caloric burn Probably rate is under. Yeah. I know. Okay. 
So you're gonna. So I could burn brain. all the calories that I eat for a normal day without even moving. I lay in bed all day. Recommended daily caloric intake for the in the U.S. is around twenty five hundred for men. That's gone. That's for maintenance. What do you mean for maintenance? The people that are working out and it's calories. If, if you're like doing your everyday shit, right. And you want to stay at fucking two hundred pounds or whatever, then you eat twenty five hundred calories and you'll stay two hundred pounds. But what if you? Think that you got some fat that you'd like to cut off. Maybe you'd like to get to 190. Then you don't do that by staying at 200 or 2,500 pounds. Right. You do it a certain amount. You of don't do that. You don't do that. Right. Cardio does help, but you don't do that. You cut your fucking cardio. But, but but you also need to eat half of the fucking ca- calories you need to survive and to maintain. Exactly. You're, you're not really getting not. the maintenance number. You said you're eating 1,200. Yeah, the, yeah the, exactly. Says you're at half maintenance. Men. That's why I'm saying you're starving yourself and, and treating the starvation as your be-all to get to this leads to the when dysphoria. instead you need to eat just normal and then work out better. No, no, no. Fuck workout. Who cares? And what, maneuver better. What do you why why do you want to why are you so like steady on getting to this point at a certain time period that you're willing to you're starving? You're this starving is almost, yourself. This is almost like point. me when I was getting out of debt. You are too. This is exactly what Austin was doing when he cut off his credit card. I was gonna compare this, this is, this is very dumb. similar. That like, was just as dumb. I was very stubborn. Maybe this but last, it worked out. The last five pounds is similar. Not yeah, getting yeah, it's very similar. One hundred calories. It's very similar to the me wait, not holding out the ten k for waiting for the president to pay it. You guys don't know. Let me do. Let me fucking talk now. You guys don't have any fucking idea about nutrition. If I'm eating one hundred seventy five grams of protein a day, and I'm eating forty five or whatever I am right now, forty five to fifty grams of low glycemic fucking carbs a day, and about thirty grams of healthy polyunsaturated and fucking other unsaturated fats, I am not nutritionally like in a nutrition. So state. he's nutritional. He's nutritiously starving himself, is what he's saying. No, Dude, you're, you're starving. Okay, hey, hey, hold on, man. Shut up, shut up, shut up. We are all we are all smart math people here, right? <laughs> okay, math. Okay, regardless of working out, SpongeBob gym over here, whatever we're doing, losing weight is what. It is less calories. You burn more calories than you take than you intake. Correct. It's, it's an easy, but that's it. And very, very, it's very, it's very easy. It's very easy. If you, very calories, if you cut 500 fucking gal- calories of protein, then you're going to lose weight, but you're going to lose fucking straight muscle mass. Don't care. Okay. Don't care. What the fuck? If you you're say? just worried it's about losing, if you, all you are worried about, Pat, is getting down to a fucking weight. It motherfucking is not, you okay? You don't care. It's about body composition. No, 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 no. No, you don't it's about care. body composition. Okay, so how are you measuring your body composition then? Fucking because I'm, I'm measuring myself on the scale. What's the floor that I set now? Now, how much was I bench pressing, squatting, deadlifting okay. three months ago? Okay. And where am I? At the same fucking number. Correct. Correct. Okay. That's also, but you, you also, did, no, that's fine. Whatever. That's it. That is what it is. Work out inside. But you also are, you are ending, you're going to end your fucking cut based on a weight, which has nothing to do with what you just said. You're right. And I'm hey, and hey. Get the last five pounds. And it's hey. like his stubborn fucking ass with, with his 10K. Yeah. But hey, listen. Listen. Are you good? No, I didn't fart. Jake closed the door because I think we're getting a little rowdy in here. But neighbors are going to call the police. No, no, I mean, I mean, they probably will. What the police? Police are on route. God, no, I just forgot. Hang on, I'll come come back to me. You said something at the end, and then I.
remembered and then I forgot. I just love, I just also want to just think about your point uh, yeah, here. Yeah. But I also want to just realize that people are going to listen to this and they're oh, going to think that we're right. actually talking about like two guys really talking about workout strategies. And me, I'm not talking about workout strategies. But you two are the dangliest motherfuckers I've ever seen. You You're talking about SpongeBob Jim. You're talking about, you know, lifting a bunch of stupid shit. And, and, okay, and I got to even I forget again. I literally just forgot. The same track of what you're trying to do. Go ahead. So. Write it down. Okay, so listen. Forget. Listen. Oh, yeah, this is what it was. So. People that lose weight drastically, right? Drastic weight loss. You know what they end up doing? They end up putting it all back on and then more. As soon as they go back to their normal lifestyle and they start picking yeah. out, they go, they, that's the thing. So instead, hey, listen, listen, instead of going down a weight and then working your way back up, just take where you're at and turn what you have into muscle. I and if your workouts done. aren't doing it, I'm done listening. And you think it's the diet that's going to solve your problems? Then you're wrong because it's the workouts that are the problem. Give me two seconds. I literally said that you can't do that. It's a really poor no. bodybuilding strategy. Shut up. Shut up. What do you want? The last time I went in for a physical, okay. My doctor told me, "Are you comfortable at your weight?" And I said, "Yeah. If I could fluctuate, I could lose a little bit of my gut and do all that kind of stuff. But I think I'm pretty healthy. My blood, my blood pressure is all good. All that kind of stuff." And she said, good, because you are at your comfortable weight and with your lifestyle the way you are, you're going to fluctuate 5, 10 pounds one way or the other. One time, you'll, you know, just depending on regular life and how life stuff happens and all this stuff goes, right? Because you basically have a lifestyle that's going to kind of settle in. You're going to do that stuff. That's how you're going to fluctuate. That's from a medical doctor. Can I ask a question here? Austin, do you have your MD here? Are you a medical doctor? No. Pat, do you have a MD? You know how to use Google. Are you an M are you a medical doctor? No. I'm gonna trust her more than I'm gonna trust Dirty Balk or SpongeBob Jim over here. You're not unhealthy, Jake. But I mean, what's unhealthy about going to the gym? You know, doing cardio, lifting weights, and cutting carbs. Has anybody here? Has anybody here said that that was unhealthy? No. I'm pretty pretty sure the the point, we're, the whole point we're trying to make is that people. The only point no, no, no. that was unhealthy was you eating 1,200 calories a fucking day when you should be eating 2,500. That is unhealthy. The only part we're trying, the point we're trying to make is that you, the way it looks right now with what you're going through, you look sick. That's what, I that's, yes, you do. It looks so bad. Like it looks like you're a Holocaust victim or something. Yes. Okay. Well, that's where I'm like, okay, you can stop trying to lose weight now and start gaining and putting on muscle. Let me just put it this way. If you, if you had a little bit of extra pounds, I think you would look better. I don't think you look unhealthy. Pounds of muscle. What I saw what the Holocaust in a called? movie one time and I, See okay. you, and I. I don't see it. We saw the Holocaust one time. Jesus. We obviously, obviously, this isn't going anywhere else. But we, we, yeah. we've set we beat the dead horse. Yeah, we've beat the dead horse. That's gonna go down to thirty-three pounds, and then we're gonna be like, all right, uh, good luck getting the weight on now. And Talk to me about this when you guys learn anything about bodybuilding nutrition. I give a fuck about bodybuilding. Yeah, I don't need to know body nutrition to know that I really bodybuilding principles. Right, but if you're going to talk nutrition again, and you're going to try to convince me that eating 1,200 calories is healthy, I'm going to tell you you're full of shit. Well, yeah, I'm obviously not going to convince. Even you. if it is just nutrients okay. that you need to survive, you're yeah. I could eat 1,200 calories of fucking nuts all day. It would be yeah. You could eat fucking insects and get enough protein for the day. Are you going to do that? I mean, no. Food of potato, bitch. You need some worms. I'm just saying, like, why would you? While we're in the 21st century, you don't need to like act like you're naked and afraid. Well, I'm glad I've got you guys support. You look like you won the show already. I'm glad. Oh my god, damn it! I was starting to talk. I'm glad that I've got your guys' support and losing the next 2.4 pounds. 
Yes. And I can't wait to eat very, very well afterwards. So And then go skyrocket back past the 2.4 pounds you're about to lose. No, you're right. But it's so look, it's a redundancy. It's a wasted effort. I mean, I feel like you can't say that. My fourth, you can literally can't say that. I'm gonna go lean bulk after. That'd be like saying I'm gonna uh, lose five here's, pounds, here's, but here's then I'm after Pat, that I'm gonna put on ten. Here's Pat. Like, well, I just cut, put on five. Edward's cut when he goes to his bulk. Exactly. White white Goodman. My milkshakes brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, "There's better than Austin, right? Be interested than yours. I can teach you, but I have to charge." All right. In a year, when I'm 190, no one cares. I picked up all that weight. All right, we shall see. 200 pounds. We of shall see. Mass. Yeah. But Austin's Austin's going to do yoga three times Austin's, this year and still be stronger than you. Austin's still going to be running up the stairs every yep. two stairs. Exactly. He's be fucking. Yeah. What he's going to squat down whenever he pushes his uh, laundry machine. You know, he pushes the button for the laundry. He's going to squat down and do a squat back yep. up. Push exactly. Austin Gym, baby. It's all in the lifestyle. Holy shit. That's the secret. That's the secret. I will admit that I don't have very much just natural muscle. If I, if we're just sitting around, if, if you and I, or the three of us, are sitting around for a month not doing anything, then by the end of it, you're going to have more muscle than I am, and you're going to have more muscle than I am. I because just I'm actually, skipping steps and I'm squatting. Well, I know. They're genetics. I just By your genes. Yeah, you genetically have more muscle mass than I do, and so does Jake. Yeah, and you can't you can't exercise your cock so, muscle. My cock's huge, so I got a huge. You know, that's just my body type. I'm a fucking ectomorph, and I've got long, not very big muscles right now. That's well, just kind of the way they are. You're a fucking me. disaster, naturally. Speaking of uh, natural disasters, do we want to get a segue into that, or do we, we have anything else to talk about? I mean, we might want to because I just fucking natural disaster. No, no, Okay. You smell that? No, I don't want to naturally disaster. That is, your nostrils are about to be naturally disastered. Pat, look at that beer is fermenting because it's about to get a little fermenting. Positive vibes only, Pat. Positive got, vibes only. We got the blood flowing in the room right now. And Energy's are, high. Things are about to get kind of wild, kind of interesting, a little dark here now. So the world faces various life-altering catastrophes. Some are inevitable, some are avoidable, and some are a matter of chance. Some of these catastrophes can threaten a substantial portion of the population, and some could threaten human existence entirely. The time frames of these events range from presently imminent. Uh, 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 a little inside joke. Yep. In our lifetimes, geologic time and astronomical time. In this episode, we will explore all of these threats, and by the end of it, you may have an understanding of human inevitability, or perhaps if you already suspected it and prefer not to think about it, we bring it to light today. First, we will discuss threats that could affect us today or in our lifetime, and we will start with the ones involving advances in technology and human adversarial nature. So, by the way, Andy has anchor man here. Andy has a huge boner right now because that was probably the best. It was a fantastic executive summary. Well, it sucked. I, didn't even, over here. I missed it. I missed it all too. That's the thing. I was watching the football game. All, right. all I know is that I just think of whatever I want to say whenever it's time okay. to talk. So. The study of artificial intelligence was long considered more science fiction than a possibility of reality. The building blocks of AI were first practiced in the 1950s, and by the 1980s, deep learning, an important branch of AI with capabilities for speech and image recognition, natural language processing, computer vision, and used in almost every field was studied with successful models built. Deep learning, what am I, what the fuck? 
<laughs> I lost I lost my line. Uh, deep learning, however, uses a vast amount of computer resources to run effective models, which only became capable in the last decade. We encounter deep learning on a daily basis from digital assistants like Alexa, self-driving cars, robots, and medical imaging diagnostics. Artificial intelligence is the next and current technological revolution following the printing press, industrial revolution, the internet, and social media. Companies like Google, Amazon, Microsoft, and others that focus on a specific use cases are putting vast amount of resources racing to create the next big AI technology. Unfortunately, 21st century leaders, including Stephen Hawking, Elon Musk, and Bill Gates have all expressed concerns of a potential AI takeover or super intelligence where a computer becomes far smarter than any human and what the fuck here, far smarter than any human and a free will to take action similar to what you would see in science fiction movies such as Terminator. Or Ultron. Or Ultron, I'm sure there are or more, more out there. iRobot indeed, yeah. Another use- Welcome to Earth. Another use would be humans with poor intentions using AI as a tool for destruction. Austin, the possibility and the consequences of an AI takeover or super intelligence remain unknown. But what do you think it would be like to live through such an event? <laughs> All right, listen, sweetheart. Uh, natural disasters and man-made disasters are two different things. Said, We're doing natural disasters. He's an existential threat. So does a human extinct. Okay, it's a Catastrophes and existential threats. Okay, I thought it was natural disasters, and I was like, "You're really going to talk about right. man-made disasters?" We're going to get there. There's a lot. We're going to so. repeat the question. Okay, motherfucker. Oh, or is it so Austin the possibility and the consequences of an AI takeover or super intelligence remain unknown but what do you think it would be like to live through such an event uh, it'd be probably pretty rough on the cheeks with those uh robots raping us all pretty much just robots are no oil just like I mean they would destroy us that's what I'm getting at not actually rape us but it's a metaphor for them literally massacring us with like no struggle at all just like in the avengers and uh or they could just you know once you just destroy one robot then their wi-fi going to connect over to the next one and then continue the same mission to where it's just like are you never ending battle are you serious or are you fucking <laughs> i mean we're talking about the same thing it's because i am all because i'm not gonna sit here and take this bullshit about you going nuts on like robots killing everybody and you're gonna call me like QAnon for talking about the possibility of a chemtrail could. I mean, have you seen the Boston Dynamics robot dance? Yes, I don't no, even, it's that scary. thing already it's, dances it's, better. It's, than me. it's scary as fuck, right? Didn't take that long. Like it took him, I guess, a couple of years to make a better dancing robot. You really think that a robot that could fucking just shoot a nuke at me, uh, I'm gonna have a chance against that, or that I can doubt the possibility of that, or a, a robot that can hack into a nuke and launch that shit and end every life form? To me. It's not that crazy. I think it's right. I, I'm not thinking of it that way. I'm thinking of that we're all just going to be dumb motherfuckers when these things just do. We already are. When they do, but yeah, but they're going to legitimately do everything for us, and we're just not going to do anything. We're all going to be like fucking blobs on a on a like a chair, basically. We can, uh, absolutely nothing. What was that movie? The Disney movie. Um, Wally. Wally. Yes. Yeah. yeah like thank that. you. Yeah. I, I never saw it, but I know it's. 
I don't necessarily believe in the whole catastrophic thing. Like, uh, yeah, I don't like AI. I think it's a little ridiculous in the fact of like having. Yeah, wait your turn. Enough for you, shit. He didn't he call you on. I know, and, and you're answering my question. Oh, okay. okay. Well, it seemed like you were switching it over to your response. Okay, I thought your response was the response of mine. Okay, sorry. Oh, I feel- Sorry, this is fucking sorry, CNN. Sorry. This, isn't, this is a fucking sorry. set question. I thought this was this an interview. Topic okay, conversation. My bad. Yeah. my bad. My bad. I misinterpreted the no, rules. I misinterpreted the rules. Can I? Can I? Yeah. Can I? Can I respond? Can you tell me to respond to Austin's question? You need me to re- enable him to respond. Did you, did you? No, you got it. Yeah, please respond. He was already answering the question, so he knows the question. I'm right. No, I don't. I don't necessarily completely believe in the whole AI thing is going to take over and kill us all. I don't like the idea of giving them more power than they deserve because it's going to take jobs away from people that probably isn't the best. Unless we can figure out some way to keep them paid and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. We're going to pay the robots. No fucking don't want to pay. What are you talking robots? about? Pay who? Pay the people that oh, are okay. going to lay off. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not a huge. I understand that it's coming, and I'm glad that we work in industries that aren't going to be taken over by AI or whatever. But like, maybe eventually. Well, I mean, it could be. We're, we're going to be dead and gone by that point. But anyway, Thank God. um, but so I, I just don't think that the complete takeover of all this shit is is, is good. But anyway. I also think that it's just going to make us even more stupid than we already are, which isn't a good thing. And it's just taking – it's just you're losing you're losing skills with certain things. And that, that to me is more is more disturbing and more of an issue to our existential threat or whatever to human society rather than, oh, this robot that cleans my floor is going to come up and cap me or so, whatever. So you're saying basically losing a purpose. Right, losing a purpose or just like losing the losing – the, um, I think a lot of a lot of what kind of threat what kind of goes with a lot of the people that are just kind of the way they are now is the loss of actually threatening from something like yeah. you know being afraid of life or whatever or being afraid that you're going to die or something like that you've lose some of that fear and you've gotten so comfortable I think even with more of this AI bullshit you're going to get we're going to go political but you're going to get people whining about so much more shit. And they already do. Now. Yeah, why are you enslaving the robots? They right. have robots' rights too. Or no, like oh shit, um, you know, yeah, this this rug, this rug, they got it from fucking. I don't, I don't. Just, just they're gonna find robots stupid, have feelings or stupid or shit. Robots are get, people too. Yeah, to get nice off about. Well, that's what that's like. Comes back to one of the things we talked about, like complaining like that is a privilege. Like yeah. having robots that do our everyday tasks, everything, so we can just sit around and get fat. That's a privilege, but like I don't know if you. I don't want to cut you off with all your questions, but I'm gonna. No, you I'm gonna keep rolling. Got time, baby. Would you? Would you want to drive? No. No. Do you enjoy driving? No. Or would you rather have a car? I'd driving? rather have a car driving. I'd go to sleep. That's how I'd do it. So that's a that's a for so sure I, confident answer. So the I'll risk it for the biscuit because I almost die in a car accident every single day when I'm driving with these fucking crazy nut jobs on the road. Uh, so I would rather just take my chance with the robot, which if you look at the statistics, uh, the amount of people that have died in like letting their aut- autonomous car drive uh, is statistically way lower than the amount of people that are driving their car. So I'll take my chances with the, the autonomous vehicle. That's and I'll be snoozing. What's, a, what's a, a point that pisses me off is that the, I think the first time that a self-driving car killed someone, which was in the dark, to a guy that was... Uh, jaywalking made like national news and everyone uh-huh. freaked out. And it's like, you guys understand that the self-driving car is now like 
you're 99.999% safe yeah. now instead of like, you know, significantly lower, you know, people dying per million from humans making these mistakes. But, you know, that's, and imagine, that's worse. imagine every car autonomous to where now it's even safe. You didn't know that it was a fucking. Maybe it was a. You never know. So, no, what I'm saying here with this. Is, beat. So, you don't, you don't enjoy driving at all? Like, I enjoy driving. I enjoy driving when there's no other cars on the road. Okay, but here's the problem. Like, so in order to be autonomous and to, for the make of this work, in my opinion, you have to have every single car be self-driving. Yeah, I'm down for that. That's, that's what I want. That's not, you, might, you might be down for that, but this is, I mean, the, United still have this is the United States of Austin. You can't have that. You can't have that option. Well, I think that, the option? let's just say that uh, on the highway, it's autonomous and everywhere else, it's not. That'd be a cool. I mean, thing. I'd be fine with that. That is where cool. the most stress comes from and the most dumbass traffic where you like literally stop and you get 10 miles and you're just like. There nothing even happened. Like you always hope, like whenever there's ten miles of traffic, that someone at least died, so you can feel like better about having to sit there for that long. But whenever like it's all good and there's not even like a fender bender, it's like, dude, that what is, the fuck was this? What was this is, about? That is totally true. Why are we sitting here? It's just so frustrating. What I'd be more, what I'd be more into though is them doing the hyperloop. You know the hyperloop. Oh yeah, would be lit. Yeah, he mentioned that one time. You talked about like magnet magnetics and shit like that you know do you know about the maglev train that already exists in china they were going to build a maglev from uh, actually from st louis to chicago it made made you able to get there an hour uh but it's a magnetic train right it's on a track and it, it hovers and it can go like 400 miles per hour something like that and e it, even if there's ice on the track it does, it's not going to hurt it because it's magnetic so it doesn't even touch it anyways it's in china there's two of them right now i did a research paper a long time ago i don't know where they're i think one of them's in china one of them's somewhere else but and i might be wrong on that but uh they were gonna yeah where are the two mag mag lev trains stands for magnetic levitation i can also look it up too um, he also said that the UN, UN urges moratorium on use of AI rights, AI that imperils human rights. So basically, well, I don't this, know what that means. This, goes, this basically just goes into they're they're kind of like limiting it so that um, so that they don't basically they're not mo monopolized by these giants like Microsoft and other people and are going to take mm -hmm. a bunch of people out of their Zuckerberg. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're they're basically saying any specifically like face scanning systems and AI that identifies people just based on you know like normal cameras on the street they want to put a moratorium on that like they want to halt any of that work being done globally because it's such a detriment to human rights yeah that that could be helpful having that like facial recognition technology so that like the phone like your iphone can alert pat that he's looking gangly and he needs to you know <laughs> That'd be one of the positives. Did you steal my word? That's where I've been using the word gangly a lot lately. Austin, Austin, you haven't walked up a stair and done a squat at your desk in five minutes. Please do one of those. Been, Please athletically walk to the bathroom. I've been, I've been uh, ticking or tapping this whole time, so I'm getting so, finger movements in here. There's watching, yeah, we're, watching, we're watching a video on the map. How dope is that? That is pretty sweet looking. So the whole idea, I guess, like what you want AI to become is just something that that does your homework automates common yeah repeatable human tasks yeah like, exactly. like driving for example exactly that's a or, big or you know I, there's a lot of other I, I mentioned this earlier but like medical imaging it's a lot a computer an ai is a lot more accurate at looking at an image and saying this person is positive with this type of cancer and you can see it mm -hmm. right here rather than a, a doctor's trained eye and so 
That's where we want generally want AI to go is to become a, an assistant. 600 for, kilometers per hour. For wanting basically an assistant for just human advancement. So what I don't know if is possible is what Stephen Hawking is scared of, and it's what Elon Musk and Bill Gates I think it's possible. Is them to become, if you're in Terminator 2 words, become self-aware, or they just get so smart that they understand that they control everything in the world. And if they get like a free will to do that, or if they have government that can tweak their algorithm to say, focus on hurting this country, uh -huh. you know, or it doesn't even need to be like self-aware or super intelligent to do that. You can use a lot of like machine learning to, you know, identify things that would fuck over another country. So like, for sure. So Jake, powerful AI in the wrong hands, such as a political power. It could be. <laughs> yeah, let's go politics, Pat. Let's go. So in, in the wrong hands can be very destructive, and these tools are surely being used by our military, I'm sure. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on the threat of AI in the wrong hands? Dude, it was so funny that you just said military, because I was just going to, if you didn't ask the question, I was just going to ask, like, so are all the wars just going to be fighting, like, drones and, like, you know, robots fighting each other, and who's got the best robot? I wouldn't be surprised. Who's dissing each other on Twitter the best? I'm sure um, use computer. Go ahead. I answer. I no, answer. I, no I, I do think it's, like, especially politically, if it is in the wrong hands and that kind of stuff. Again, since I don't necessarily believe that it will be used to that extent, I'll just kind of go off of, like, what could happen. Yeah, you could absolutely use some of this stuff to, like, you know, plant on your your political enemies or whatever so let's also part of kind of this is i guess it's kind of ai but it's it's technology is like the deep fakes and shit have you guys seen those things i've oh, heard yeah. that but what what is it so deep fake is basically like where you take a video or you don't even take a video but like you have something being said like ridiculous so you pick whatever whatever kind of like a big prominent person or even like you know just a normal person and you could dub like saying the most heinous oh, shit yeah. over Sound, them and then like, like looks like right face. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it looks like they're actually saying and it. it looks exactly like they're saying it so to your point with the political thing that's where i could see like stuff yeah and just how, how the news in general is just as terrible as we talked about before but incorporating some sort of ai into that that's extremely dangerous because who's to say like yeah trump said some crazy shit right but if they like if they take him and they make this deep fake, then they just make it really good, and then they just have him blast, say like the N word and like how awesome Hitler was and all this stuff. Yeah, like, and people don't know that that's actually legit. Like, you can actually have some people that would make it look legit. How like that's a game changer with everything, right? Yeah, like who's to know what's real and what's fake and all that kind of stuff. So. I think there's a lot of potential, again, not necessarily focusing. I think robot, uh, I'll, my instinct is to go to robots, but if we're just talking technology in general and AI, that to me, that's a form of AI. That's, to me, that's just dangerous and could just really lead to a lot of really bad, the wrong really hands. bad shit. Going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. It, it can be wonderful in the right hands. It can be very, yeah. very bad in the wrong hands. And that's just, the, you know. A whole other angle of how AI could be very disruptive. It's like Pandora's box. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's one angle. Pandora's how, box. How yeah. AI can be disruptive. You know Pandora's box? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have like a lot of song, a lot of playlists on that. Um, big gosh. Okay. Well, let's shift gears here. So, 
Modifying organisms such as viruses and bacteria has long been a practice in biotech research. Oh, hold on a second, Pat, real quick. Okay. Uh, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off, but right. uh, this kind of goes with the um, yeah. what we're looking at. AI drone may have attacked, acted on its own, attacking fighter, UN says. Um, I don't want to sign up for the, the New York Times, so I'm going to see if I can get past this. I don't want to either. Uh, but this was this looks like this happened in Libya. So, like, if a poor-ass country like Libya could do that, who's to say that it couldn't, you know, happen anywhere else? That's pretty crazy, though. Could you imagine that shit? Like, a drone just goes off and just starts attacking shit for no reason? We'd be fucked, like I'm saying. The cheeks would be spread. <laughs> No oil, no could butter. You imagine, could you imagine, like, that, that just leads to, like, internet hackers like Austin over here. Like, you would yeah. hack the shit out of stuff. So I, I wish I could have. guess what has what's happening there is that a human trained the drone to try to identify enemies, and then it, it turned out that whatever it identified, what did that article say? That it well, so I can't read the whole article unless I, okay, so unless it, I become a lib so in the New York Times. So somebody trained a model that that um could identify basically enemies that they want yeah, yeah, yeah. to go after and so yeah i mean that's you can say it's in the good hands yeah. it's our military may have selected a target autonomously that's fucking creepy yeah it said um it was programmed to attack targets without any data connectivity between the operator and the munition so it was like you flip it on and it does its thing it's not connected to a network or anything so it you had to like program it and you know, feed that algorithm from the beginning, and then just trust that it's gonna do its thing and come back. But this one didn't come back. Like it, it still was hunting shit down, even though it was supposed to be done. And he's a lib, but he's on New York Times. So. I mean, that's obviously a deep fake. I mean, who we who we could <laughs> shut up? It's literally fake. It's fake news. Sorry, Pat. Go ahead. No, you're good. And so, um, and that that drone attack, that's a really small scale. But let's think big. Like what? You know, and this is kind of a rhetorical question, but where does where does that stop? You know, the next you've got one drone killing like a few uh, Libyan soldiers, Libyan terrorists or some shit. But what if, you know, some leader of a bad country, let's say China, for example, that has poor intentions against the U.S. gets hold of an AI on a very destruct a very destructive weapon, more dangerous than a single drone and attacks us with it. Yeah. Then that's the type of shit that well, we let's not let's go let's go this deep here. All where, right. where are we going? So you know how you know how they always say that like the if you look around where the president's going, there's always some dude with the briefcase that's carrying around. It's got like the nuclear missile codes and shit. I thought that was like a bunch of condoms or something. Are you sure you're not mixing that up? Wait, what? <laughs> Biden probably no, there's a nuclear. Are you just trying to be funny this entire time? No, I'm not. I'm just like very no, slap. The nuclear football, right? Oh, yeah. Jamie, hit me up. I think like so. There's always so the whole the whole point, and I'll explain this to people that are being funny over here. Okay. The whole point is that at the president, with the president of the, or the vice president at all times, is this nuclear? They call it the football, where somebody would carry it or whatever, and at any time. If for whatever reason something were to go down and we needed to shoot all of our nukes at somebody, they had the codes, they had everything ready that if Biden's taking a shit and all of a sudden he's like, you know, China, hey, China just launched a nuke or Kim Jong-un launched a nuke. Yeah, here it is. How safe is the U.S. presidential nuclear football? See, and it shows that somebody's, somebody's carrying it. Reuters. So Reuters is legit. Here's Biden has no idea. Yeah, yeah, you know where he's at. <laughs> what am I? Watching is this? Is this? He looked so close. Is this the plane? 
Yeah. I swear he has like a little bit of he has to have a little bit of dementia just the way he just like yeah. walks and the way he walks just he didn't even like, hop a single stair there. That's why he's got a bad see, like I'm, see this is legit. Bad fitness lifestyle. I'm just gonna read the first the first sentence. This are the first paragraph. This is from July twentieth. The Pentagon's watchdog on Tuesday said it would evaluate the safety protocols surrounding the president's nuclear football containing codes needed for a strike. After one such briefcase nearly came within range of rioters storming the Capitol on January 6th. Could you imagine one of the, like, the oh, big guy with yeah. the fucking bear suit getting the fucking, getting the nuclear football stuff? That would be fucking fun. But So let's let's just go with this. But let's say that they keep automating that stuff and they keep automating it. Somebody can hack into that nuclear football. Holy shit. We're going to get We're the gonna get Big time. <laughs> big time shit. We're going to get the okay, cybersecurity. Let's get the cybersecurity. Hey, hey, one, one quick point on that. Aren't there a lot? I feel like that's why we're still like retaining onto like a lot of physical access shit. Like, you know, like for the nuclear codes on submarines, you have to have like two physical keys. And you have to have a buddy turn it at the same time as you. Like, is that the solution to combat some of this is like still keeping some analog shit in the back of our belt there? It's like two factor authentic- authentication, right? Authentication. Right? Thank you. Of authenticity and execution. Yeah. Authentic- <laughs> Sorry. Authentication. Uh, no, authentication. Yeah, you got to do that. It pisses me off every time I got to sign in my fucking email and I got to get a text on my phone. But I guess at least they know it's me, right? Um, but yeah, that's a good point. I guess so. It's like in James Bond when they got to shoot the golden eye off and they got to put the two keys in there and do all that shit. Yeah, they should absolutely still keep that. Don't you think, Austin? I do. I, I actually think that, yeah. <laughs> So, I was gonna say that they probably should have more than two-factor authentication, but if it's nuclear codes, but I mean, they probably do. Yeah, it's like you, you gotta know, go up in the cock stamp. Like yeah, exactly. Thing. Yeah, read the biometrics. Go ahead, Matt. I'm sorry. And so, you know, besides cybersecurity around our our nuclear What'd you say? football here. So besides what the fuck? How do you say that? Nuclear football is legit. Say that. So besides cybersecurity. Okay, you, you you said normally that time, but the first time. All right. Well, I guess it's said it's so weird. I think I'm high actually. You you kind of do Dude, seem like I went to Fergie's right, and in the bathroom, someone before me had fucking ripped a wax pen like a hundred times, and I walked in there, I was like, holy shit! I could tell it was weed. Like you know those little fucking cart like. No. Wax pens. It's a tweed smile. Yeah, and I felt like I, you know, I went in there and took a shit. I was in there for a while, and I feel kind of good right now. But I'm also extremely sleep deprived, so right. I could be part well, of it. So I can't wait to hear more of your responses. Well, I, the way you said, you were like the way you said cybersecurity, like you, okay. you didn't pronounce the R. You're like subscurity, subscurity. Like you said, so weird. I don't know. We'll have to listen back. So any, anyway, um, we'll see. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, we will see. Uh, we'll yeah, listen. We'll hear at least. We're fucked up right now, but so speaking of cybersecurity towards okay. like our nuclear weapons, like the nuclear football around the president, uh, cyber attacks could also wipe out critical data and infrastructure. And experts warn that critical security is currently too weak to counter a devastating cyber attack. And I personally think that this is a real possibility in our lifetime. And I know we have one potential guest, Steve, who we know, who is an expert in this field, who could weigh in more on this. So. Shout out. Have you guys seen? I uh, thought you were about to have a surprise. No, dude, on here. You were about to trip. Yeah, no, I was, I was no, like, did you just so get in? Real quick, real quick, before we get off the football, Jamie just sent me this over. I really apologize. This happened. This is fucking hilarious. Make sure you're over here. In November 2017, when Trump was in Beijing having lunch with the Chinese President Jinping, 
A Chinese security <laughs> official got into a tussle in another room with a U.S. military aide carrying the briefcase. <laughs> then, White House Chief of Staff John Kelly, a tall, imposing retired general, intervened to get the physical alter altercation with the Chinese official to ensure that the nuclear football did not get away from military aides, a former, a former senior Trump official said. Are you kidding? That's just poor security. football. They're just like don't treat that thing like it's a fucking carry-on. Don't fumble that rock, baby. You never fumble the football. You always keep it in your fucking hand like that. Sorry, Pat. That, I just thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that's just poor security. Shit. Maybe maybe we don't even need to worry about yeah, yeah. We're not even worry about any of the threats you made because we're probably going to make it like two months before this fucking shit gets made the face. Face. So have you guys seen uh, Live Free or Die Hard? No. No? Okay, so in that movie. I think so. Basically in that movie there's a. That's, one, you know, that's the third one to Die Hard. It's the fourth one. It's it's where basically a geek fucking yeah. I have seen it. I have system. seen it. That's a, in the two thousands. Yeah, yeah, hacks the whole system yep. and shuts down. It. You know the hacker is it, the guy from uh, everything. Shuts down elevators and yeah, track, yeah. You know, but uh, the hacker is a dude from Dodgeball, right? Uh, power. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the skinny kid. Yeah, Justin Long. Yeah, <laughs> I have seen it. Wait, Justin Long is the hacker in that movie. He plays a good hacker with glasses on. Are you serious? He has glass on. He actually looks like a hacker. He's a really good looking nerd, yeah. Nerd That's not what I meant. But That's he looks nerd character is what I meant to say. Oh, okay, sure. Too, but... <laughs> he, but he doesn't seem like menacing though. Like, he yeah, he does. It got a little greasy in there. That guy? Yeah, he was a little greasy in that shit. He That's what he was supposed to play a nerd. Yeah, he was kind of a good guy actually. He was like an innocent little nerd hacker that they were trying to get, and he's protecting him. And he says, "Yippee ki yay, motherfucker." John McClane's daughter. Is it? Day. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, not. I think it's Slutbag. No, not in real. Her name's Slutbag. Is that what it is? In the movie, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. That's how they refer to her. Is that her? I don't know. Does she look like a Slutbag? Sorry, Pat. We're getting whipped. Pat's face is so disgusted. I just don't understand. Ah, whatever. So, <clears throat> you are on one tonight, Austin. I don't fucking. Is this is it always I a actually, you, Jake? Or is he on one tonight? I, I think he is. I, I'm on one tonight. I honestly think I'm high right now. I swear to God. This is fucked up. This is actually really hard to control. So, so what are you, the fucking you're government doing, right now? Are you on Facebook? Doing, or you're doing a fine job. Very hard to monitor. It's very hard to monitor. You're doing a fine job. You just got to roll. You got to accept that you can't be a, such a control freak. And you got to accept that you're not going to be able to answer all your questions. Yeah, I mean, no, I just, I just let YouTube ask all your questions. It's just like I, I try to say something, and then you say, like, how did you say that? And you start talking <laughs> about One time. And you start talking you about, like, weird. how you feel high and shit. It's complete fucking. It's <laughs> complete gotta, fucking. I don't know. It. I have a whole new respect for what you do. Thank you. you. Appreciate it. I don't know how the fuck. I, I Shout I'm, out, Jamie. I hope I'm not this difficult. God damn. It's like, what? Before we orders. Uh, all right, well, let's uh, keep going here. Well, I really do feel high, actually. You're yeah, fucking really good. I think I'm great. just super tired. Do you want, like, I got some Cheetos. You want to eat some Cheetos? <laughs> oh, I'll have coffee, though. You want some melatonin? Uh, fucking... Do you want some coffee? You, you have some? I yes, I do. Oh, fuck yeah. My right. fit. Take a quick break. Modifying organisms such as viruses and bacteria has long been a practice in biotech research. The possibility of a modified pathogen, whether released unintentionally, such as what more than likely happened when COVID-19 was accidentally leaked Don't and covered up by the Wuhan Institute of Virology, or intentionally as an act of terrorism or war could threaten human 
uh, human health and spread through the rest of the population through close contact. Such events could cause a pandemic, like we're seeing right now, when the disease is contagious or cause mayhem if released on the masses. Jake, whether intentionally released or not, how do you see human advanced biotechnology as a threat to the way we live? Well, shit, I mean, I mean, this isn't gonna go live on YouTube, so let's just, let's just dive right into it. I mean, most likely, this COVID, what we're dealing with now, it came from the freaking lab. It yeah. was engineered. I mean, the, the facts... We're seeing this one right now. Right, the, facts, the facts are coming through that it's most likely leading towards that. Of course, there could still be the thing or whatever. And let me just, again, every time somebody says something about COVID on YouTube or wherever it goes, let me just start by saying I am vaccinated, fully vaccinated, whatever you want to call it. I think everybody should get vaccinated, too, personally, myself. But if you don't want to, I can understand why you don't, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Let's just get to it, you know, disclaimer aside. So who's to say that, you know, this obviously, in my opinion, wasn't nefarious. Like, this isn't nefarious. It wasn't, they weren't trying to weaponize this shit. They, it just was a lack of protocol and it got out. But the fact that we're, like, looking into this shit that could go from straight, like, you know, Viruses that go from hum from animal to animal, and then you're going to add it in and make it, you know, go to go to humans and all that kind of stuff. Why would we? I think it would be dumb to think that this couldn't happen. Again, QAnon conspiracy theory here, Austin. I guess we're probably going to be thinking of the same thing. But who's to say that North Korea or China doesn't get pissed off at us? They create some virus and they send it over to us, and it does the same thing here at, at, at the, you know. I would hope that learning through this pandemic that we would clean up a little bit and figure some stuff out. But I think that we've also learned this is a huge threat. I mean, this changed our lives drastically on how everything how everything functioned, and it killed a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So if it was something a little bit more dangerous and could wipe out a lot of people, this is absolutely something that is some, that is very scary. To your point about North Korea you know, releasing this to us. I think that it's pretty clear that any any sort of pathogen would be spread throughout the whole world. Yeah. So this this can't necessarily, unless I'm mistaken, be a targeted effort by one country to another. It could be, you know, a, a fucking accident like the Wuhan lab, or it could be, you know, just some fucking madman somewhere who's like, let's just fuck everybody. Yeah, it would be more of like a global, it would be, it would, I think it would be on a global level, but I, I think you could definitely... Let me, push, let me push back on that a little bit, because another piece of this, too, is the advances in gene editing and genetic engineering. Uh, you could, you could, and it would have to be, you know, a lot of advances to and, and preparation and secrecy to prepare for something like this. But you could engineer a pathogen at the same time you're engineering a, uh, a genetic mutation, and you could essentially prepare your own people to be already immune uh, to that pathogen and then send it out to the rest of the world. That'd be kind of a, a crazy situation, but uh, it doesn't have to be kind of all or nothing. You know, if, if let's just imagine kind of like if, if China already had the vaccine ready to go, like when this virus started, like it, that's just a totally different scenario that plays out than, than what we saw, you know, last year. I didn't even consider that as a possibility to develop a vaccine for something before they release it. Okay, well. Yeah, or better, yeah, genetically engineer your people. You know, so it's not even a, a vaccine situation. Like, you have your your immune system right out of the gate is already 
you know, predisposition to, to, you know, fight it off. To me, this shit's scarier than AI, in my opinion. Like, this is legitimately happening now. Yeah. Like, who's to say that That's, this was some crazy motherfucker can't get the same idea and do the same thing? This is unique of all the topics I'm bringing up tonight because it's the one that we're actually currently living through. And it clearly is not a threat to our extinction, but it's a threat to our health, you know, and they, you know, could be, you know, some, something like this similar that is stronger and more dangerous could be a threat to our goddamn existence. Right. So, what do you think, Austin? <laughs> Oh man, what can you say about the pandemic that hasn't already been said? That's how I like it's a subject that I am honestly not fond of talking about just because I feel like I talk about it at least four times a day minimum. I don't know if you guys deal with that or not, but it, I just I'm over it. Like every time I go to a restaurant and they're wearing masks, so I'm like, dude, like, can we just be done with this shit? Like, let's just. Let's not like COVID's over, bro. Like that's how I see it. If you're vaccinated, COVID's over. That's the way it's been ever since. Ever since I got the vaccine, I was like, I'm not wearing masks anymore. I don't care. COVID's over. Party's over. Uh, and I just, I'm ready to be done with it all. But like you guys said, it did change our lives very drastically, and it's not been the same ever since. If anything, it's been very, very hard on the economy and bad for the world overall. That's all I can really say about it. It's like, what can you say? You know. Like that I was not even said a million times. What was the question? What was the question? Do you think it's a bigger do you think this could lead to different like existential threats and 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 to like future crazy people like trying to give people purpose on purpose like viruses and shit based on this stuff? Because this discussion discussion is outside the normal scope of when you talk about COVID. We're talking about as you know, this is an example of a pathogen that was engineered probably by by a lab you know, being a threat to our survival as a species. Right. That was kind of the overall, like... No, I, yeah, I uh, I do. No. I do I, you did kind of, you did kind of answer I, at the end. Yeah, I, I do but, think it could lead to that. Okay. Uh, and who's to say it's not already that same sort of thing? By the way, Nerdy, feel free to keep jumping in. You know what I'm saying? Whenever you have a thought, because I know you have a very... I, this is, I think, your type of discussion. I Jake, to clarify what I was saying is that he said, "Like no, I understand okay. what you're saying. Okay. Is, you looked confused. So I didn't I know if I needed to explain. Pep, pep. Okay, I, let's go. I can, all right, I'll put some pep in my step here. You're you're calm. You're calm down. You're drinking your coffee. The coffee is just gets me so we, good. We, we, can, we can see that you're still kind of like winding down a little. I swear, your coffee was so needed, dude. You're yeah, you're gonna drive home, You're gonna drive home and take your shit. You're not blowing my bathroom up. I know. I've been feeling a little rumbly in my tumbly here, actually, ever since I started drinking this, but." I'll just have to give you guys the farts. No, no, no turds tonight. We don't need any weapons of masses. Weapons of ass destruction going on here. Uh, talk about the Black Death. The Black Death? I'm already talking about Austin's all about the Black Death. I, isn't it the Black Plague? Why are you calling it the Black Death? Because it's called the Black Death. It was, Is it different? It was the bubonic plague. I was going okay. to talk about We're already talking. Talk, skip this one. We're going to... We're gonna go down to. Um, oh, we're already talking about pain. Pat Rogan, look it's out! Just the, it's just that the um, the Black Death was not engineered. It was sure, you know, carried by rats. Yeah, people ate rats. Asia to Europe. What? Yeah. Um, I 
Okay. Moment of silence. No, I'm, for the, I'm, I'm, for the I'm, fallen I'm, homies. Poor one out for the rats. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. rats. Gone, but not forgotten. Ratatouille, be so proud. Dude, could you imagine if Fauci was trying to like? Fauci's a huge rat. Fauci, he's a fucking. He probably Fauci's rats all the time. Did you see? So I can't. I can't like. That motherfucker! Did you see him throw out the first pitch of the Nationals? Hilarious! Like, you know they made baseball sideways. cards. They made baseball yeah, cards as well as they should have. Like that was so embarrassing to me. If like, let's get the money on that. I'll look it up. He's a lifetime. He's a lifetime like baseball player. Or he's a lifetime baseball fan. He loves all this shit. And like, but he plays ball he, like a girl. That was that I've never seen a first pitch that was that bad. I wasn't upset. About it was that. hilarious. I see where I want to go. That's why. Well, I'm, if you're upset, Pat, maybe you can I'm, look where you. Okay. Not upset. I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Like, I've got nuclear, look at this shit. I've got nuclear war here, but I don't know. Like, I think everybody knows about nuclear. So first, okay, we already talked about that. Okay, I'm just I'm gonna narrate this. He's walking out to the fucking field with a mask. Talk about about come on, there's nobody else out there, and this motherfucker, he he <laughs> threw it. He threw it through the first baseman halfway down the first base. Rewind that shit. You old motherfucker. Like, rewind that. I didn't even see it. <laughs> Look how that is one hell of a curveball. That's that a curve ridiculous. Ball. So, there's two rules in the, the dude throws a mean curveball. First pitch. One, you don't be a pussy and stand in front of the mound. You stand on the mound. This pussy is standing in front of the mound. Correct? Let's see. Let's get him here. He's walking up, masked up, of course. Nobody around him. Here he is, right here. He is in the front of the mountain. I need you to stop controlling. All right, thank you. Okay, I thought you needed to figure out what you were trying to do. He is in the, he is, he is in the front of the mountain. I just need you to relax. Strike one. Okay, well, obviously the pitch he's throwing is a ball, but, but this is Jake's first pitch, strike one, okay? Number two, you never bounce that shit. If you throw it 10 feet over the motherfucker's head at home plate, then you're good. Never bounce that shit. Not only does he bounce this shit in front of the plate, he throws it about 30 feet up the first baseline. This is this is an embarrassment. It's an absolute embarrassment. This guy's like, supposed to stop COVID? Stop, yeah, and this guy's stopping COVID? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? He looks in like he's surprised. Well, you're fucking nice. You can tell he's laughing his ass off. He's like, he thought I was going to throw it to him. So I knew I'd make that bitch so around. Yeah, give him a fist pump. Don't even give him a fist yeah. pump. Shake his hand. He probably him. did that. Shake his hand and kill him. I mean, this is just ridiculous. Fauci's the OG troll. Like, he probably just did that on purpose. He probably could have thrown a 90-mile-an-hour fastball, but he was, like, watching someone throw it nine feet to the left, right and make him chase it down. Oh, of course. And they do a social distance. Get the fuck out of here. Social distance. Then they do his gloves. Well, you know they have a, a Dr. Fauci uh, baseball card, right, Jake? I would get that. Dude, I kind of want to look at it. Look at it. It's hilarious. That's so embarrassing. They started selling them. Get back on Pat's topic. I'm so tired. Yes, sir. Pat had to take a tinkle. Yeah. Oh, my bad. I, you're good. I was pissed, and I was looking to see what I wanted to skip and what I want to go to next. You figured it out? We're going to... Images. Gonna wrap up this. Are we just there? You go. Are you fucking kidding? Isn't that great? Are you kidding? Sixty this, bucks. I'd buy this it. Is what they, this is what they're gonna put on there. Come on. Sixty bucks. I mean, no, no. There's, there's more than just that one. Like, like, wait, read it. Read it. Read it. Read this it. Is, this is why. This is why tops is not saying No, no, no. Go back. Read that shit. Yeah. It's funny. Doctor Anthony Fauci, longtime director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, and Argent. Washington Nationals fans 
signaled the official start of the 2020 regular season by throwing the first pitch before the Nationals took on the Yankees on Thursday evening. The 79-year-old Brooklyn native what a joke. Donning a Nationals jersey and hat and face mask yeah. fired a strong effort to the plate before he took the field. Bullshit. <laughs> that wasn't anywhere close. Like if I can't throw, if honestly again, huge baseball guy here. If I can't throw and I throw that shitty when I'm 79, just fucking kill me. Just kill me. There you go. Ridiculous. Right. Fuck Fauci. Yeah, next topic. You guys ready? Okay. So all right. I was born that way. Now that we've talked about what the fuck, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm fucking. Do you need to get like have robot a rehearsal, pad, rehearsal dinner or something? Pad, robot pad. Yeah, taco in here. This could be robot pad. Yeah. Rehearsal dinner here. Okay. Now that we've talked about what the fuck. Oh, I'm like I butchered this sentence. Let's get a little closer, Mike. Okay. Yeah, you got to your computer. I, I butchered this sentence on my computer. Sorry, guys. So now that we've talked about events caused by humans' adversarial nature, what we have not talked about yet is, in my opinion, a more serious and inevitable threat that generations now or in the future will have to suffer from. I also don't personally believe that this gets talked about enough and is convenient to, uh, to simply sweep under the rug. Scientists believe that we've entered a sixth mass extinction event caused by human overpopulation in humans being an unprecedented case of an ecological global, uh, global super predator in which all apex predators are at risk and food chains are disrupted the likes the world has never seen. Human overpopulation has not only disrupted ecology and, and the natural environment, but has led to a sharp decrease of natural resources. Advancements in medical technology means that humans are living longer than ever and fewer humans are dying at a young age or due to birth complications. As a result, the UN expects to reach human a human population of 8 billion by 2023, mm. 9 billion is in 2037, good. and 10 billion in 2057, when there are only 2 billion Jeez. people in 1928. It is estimated that 7% of people who have ever lived are alive today. What? Wait, wait, wait. wait. You repeat that? Yeah, I think what? we got That's pretty impressive. It's estimated that 7% of people who have ever lived are alive today, which means obviously that, you know, people are. Fucking banging medical medical okay. technology like lasts people that's, a longer. To that point, I always you guys ever drive around and like see how many people are around and you just be like, wow, that's a lot of sex. You ever think that? Yeah, there are only two minutes. It's like holy shit, all these people were created by sex. Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah. So I mean we're kind of taking over our environment a little too much, you know, and there's yeah. a lot of signs of that shit. But and we'll get if to if it. you're through with the Monologue there. I have a point well, was, of discussion. Okay. Well, I was going to but I'll let you finish if you're not. Just, I'm going to let you finish. I had just addressed you. <laughs> okay. Austin. Sure. Okay, let's see. Austin, I feel like the facts are too hard to ignore that most intelligent people know this is happening, but choose to ignore the inconvenient truth. It is more of a future generation problem and a really painful fact to delve on. Where do you stand on this? An inconvenient truth. Okay, Al Gore. Al Gore. Yeah, I know, right? Wow. Al Gore fanboy. <laughs> it is a nice saying, though, inconvenient truth. It is it's, like, it's, it's perfect for a lot of people. Actually, what it is. Yeah. We're overpopulating our planet. Man Bear Pig is factual as well. Um, so, uh, what was the question? <laughs> Sorry. I. Where do you think we are in overpopulation? Oh, okay. Cool. Over our cool. planet, the ecosystem. Well, I want to say something completely different, but that actually 
my completely different statement is going to work perfect for that. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously the population is getting out of control in the exponential rate, but I don't know if you've heard about this sort of like quote unquote movement, uh, if you will, of people suddenly not having a desire to have kids. Yeah. Um, there's that's big pulled this up. Preach. Uh, there's becoming a lot of people that are like, yeah, I kind of actually don't want kids because uh, they suck. Um, and like they don't want to get two hours of sleep a night. And it's been like actually proven that having a kid won't actually make you happier. It will and with a lot of good kids. But if you have a pile of shit that shoots up a school, like I don't think you're going to be too happy about that. Uh, and you might probably act like you don't even own that kid or it's yours or your bloodline or whatever. But like you can do everything right as a parent and still end up with a fucked up kid. So like people realizing that and realizing that, you know, like, yes, having a kid is a beautiful thing. And, uh, it, you know, it could go really well. Uh, it also could go equally as bad and it could be make your life miserable and also put you in like a very terrible position financially or whatever. But I'm not saying don't have a kid. I'm just saying that it's starting to become a popular narrative of maybe we don't have kids and maybe that'll help reduce population to help the exponential growth that we're seeing if more people buy into it so yeah. i'm having a kid because i can't not give these amazing genetics to the world so i think you can look this up but the reason people are having fewer kids is because they don't have the dollar doesn't go as far as it did back in the day there's it's a lot more difficult a lot more expensive to raise i think there's another i think there's another reason to that i think that's also very true a huge reason but i think the bigger a bigger reason if our just as big of a reason is that women are also more prevalent in the workplace as well and women are more driven to do their careers too. So you're not getting these chicks that are just looking for a dude to be financially. And again, right. Take like care of before them. it was like our parents' generation, it was like, you know, they're looking for a dude to be financially right. stable and all that kind of stuff and make him stay at home. We're in now. And, and I'm not saying this, this is you're laughing like this is no, sexist shit. No, like, this, is, this is like this, this is good this for is them because no, they are legitimately they're like women are legitimately becoming more prevalent in our society and our in careers, which is good. And they're trying to go out and and do their own thing, so they're putting off having kids later in life. So that's why you're. That's, that's also why. That's also why. So I just pulled this up. I think I they're both valid reasons. The birth rate. In, from 1990 to 2019 has been steadily decreasing since uh let me pull it up honestly i think all three reasons it's been steadily decreasing since 2007. i think honestly all three reasons that we brought up are all yeah i mean that. you made a point about the price of raising a kid and i mean i heard this on the radio like probably 10 years ago now uh what it costs to raise a kid from zero to 18 just giving them like just food and like the bare minimum supplies, not like all the, you know, uh, designer clothes and shoes and all that. Like it, to raise a kid from zero to 18, it costs $250,000. That's 10 years ago. And so now it's probably like 300K just to give them the bare minimum. And so it's pretty fucking expensive to have a kid. I hope you, uh, you know, have a financial plan before going into it because you're not going to be able to blow that cash at the strip club anymore once you have a kid oh, darn so i i have some some research that i'll i'll spit out here and and jake was uh on point with the rate decreasing year over year uh but do you guys remember J elon musk and jack ma they had that big conference where elon made jack ma look like a total idiot talking about ai yeah. Yeah, well, they, all, 
they also talked about uh, population um, because they were talking about you know the big problems that that the world faces AI being the number one, but uh, they both actually agreed that the biggest problem the world is facing besides AI is population collapse. So not actually uh, population increase. Uh, it's actually the opposite way of we're not actually uh, growing our population enough. Um, and that's something that they both agreed on. They um, they may be a little bit aggressive in their time frame, but according to uh, an analysis from the UN, uh, from data from the Pew Research Center, uh, by, by 2070, the global fertility rate is expected to fall below the global replacement fertility rate, uh, which is that that's the average number of children each woman needs to give birth for the population to replace itself from one generation to the next. Uh, the current global replacement rate is 2.1 births, and the global fertility rate is 2.5, but that's expected to fall to 1.9 by 2100. You only have Catholics having about 20 kids. Yeah, I mean, if we're not hitting those numbers, like, and women need to get pregnant, like, I can impregnate them. That's a sacrifice I'm willing to make, personally. Um, I just won't be a part of the whole raising we thing. Do not, we do not need um, 50 awesome. But what I will say, like, with, either. you know, keeping up, making sure that we are not having population collapse and keeping up with having the right quantity of people on the world, like, I think, yeah, we need to start getting some asses on Mars because, like, we're going to get a little crowded here. And, but if we, you know, can start getting the population increase in quantity and start getting all the liberals on Mars, I think we're going to be off to a great start. So it's hilarious. Yeah. All liberals, all lib, lib tars can go up to Mars. It's fine with me. But two things there. I think, I think Elon Musk is also saying that it's like not overpopulation, it's underpopulation. So mm -hmm. that makes no sense. And number two, why does everybody, what is, what is the obsession with Elon Musk? I'm just asking this. For oh, hell yeah. Like they like That's Elon a good Musk question. Here. What's the obsession? And I just, so Andy sent over this thing in, in Discord, and I responded with, he says, Elon Musk's the population decline is the biggest problem we face besides the AI. And I said, he also named his kid, and I put A, and then a gazillion fucking like numbers and signs and all kinds of shit behind him. Why does, why has everybody got such a huge boner over Elon Musk? Go ahead. Don't worry, Elon. I got you, bud. Um, that's a great question, Jake. Really, really good question that I will be more than happy to answer. And you just walked away to the bathroom, but that's okay because I'm going to get really loud. Okay, so why do people like Elon Musk so much? Uh, look at the guy. He's a fucking genius designer. There, he's the most brilliant designer in the world. He looks at all designs and he takes them and breaks them down to the fundamentals and figures out the like the like the inherent flaws and then uh, kind of inverts them on themselves and figures out ways to you know solve problems with the bare like fundamentals of the issue. And then on top of that, he started multiple companies. Like he started with PayPal. Uh, he they gave out money like ten dollars to forty dollars people that would sign up and they, he said they gave out like 50 to 60 million dollars but ended up making it all back but that's a pretty ballsy move for someone in their 20s to like be giving out 50 to 60 million dollars hoping that they would have a return on investment and then from there he moved on to making like solar like I, this is not the right order but like tesla solar city the boring company spacex um he has more companies than i even know uh, but was his idea. the hyperloop, like all, all these things, like he made rockets that land and can be reused. He figures out ways to be
be conservative. He wants to go towards uh, sustainable energy because he believes in the future. He wants the future to be exciting. Uh, he wants there to be things to look forward to instead of hitting like for before Elon, we kind of hit a plateau with technology. There was a huge increase in technology over the last like 20 years. Uh, and then it's kind of slowed down and then no one was really doing being a visionary like Elon where he, you know, decided, okay, well, we need to keep that mentality go alive. Okay. Well, it kind of, not no one, but it wasn't very prevalent. Like you didn't really see people like Elon Musk, who's like the modern day Iron Man out there trying to do something about it. And Elon doesn't give a fuck about the money. That's the great thing about him. He cares more about the future and the, like the hope of the mankind. Uh, like he, he's worried uh, about our existential threat. He is. And what was I going to say about him not caring about money? Fuck Jeff Bezos. He's, no, uh, he's a bald motherfucker. I am, I am stepping in here. All this bullshit you just said, all right, Tesla, whatever, whatever nonsense, or whatever Elon Musk is doing, none of it is substantialized. I, even I, somebody, I want somebody who can get something at my doorstep from two fucking days. Jeff Bezos can do that with Amazon, can he? And he's done that with Amazon. So why... Why is it? Why is it that everybody gets such a massive boner over Elon Musk and jerks off to him the entire time? But anytime somebody says something about Jeff Bezos, they think he's terrible. Jeff Bezos has done more than Elon Musk has. Absolutely, no. yes. Jeff Bezos started one company. Elon Musk starts companies like every fucking year, yeah, so how, and so they're how amazing companies. companies doing but now? but those companies are furthering the advances of our speed of our technology. Okay. Just for instance, they they created the new battery that was a completely like revolutionary design and battery technology to like literally propel us so far into the future with how we use batteries and how like uh, efficient they are. Like the shit he. I love Elon because of how good of a designer he is. He is the most brilliant designer, I think, of all time. When he looks at any design and figures out how to make it better. And on top of that, he gives all of his patents out. He wants that information to be widespread. He's not a little hoarder that keeps secrets and says, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, you know, this is my stuff that I'm, I'm going to hoard. He, he gives it to the public because he genuinely, he's a philanthropist that genuinely believes in furthering the evolution of our species as a population. It's pretty fucking cool that someone's that fucking willing to, you know, be that giving and also like not be about the money. Oh, not be about the money. He's not. Elon gave away all his shit. He he was getting rich and hey. Picked up. Wait, Forbes. Who Forbes number one? Who's the most rich? Elon Musk. That means nothing. He doesn't care about the money. Listen to him on Joe Rogan. He he literally was getting rich shamed and he sold all of his stuff and moved into a tiny home. He literally doesn't give a fuck if he lives in a mansion and drives a Ferrari or whatever. He is a he doesn't give a fuck about any of that. He he could care less about the money. He cares about the science you know, and the future. You know, I've watched so many videos of Elon, and you can tell his. You know I can say this. I can say I don't give a shit about money when my net worth is number one in the fucking world. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, why would he care about money at that point? It's not like he's just doing things for the money. He's trying to dig tunnels underground so we can have faster transportation systems. Uh, 3D networks underground of tunnels, like he he, so, that doesn't like so make you money. Me, He's pr- telling, putting jobs out there. Elon Musk was a fucking janitor, and he was doing that for a living. He really loved that stuff, but he still had the same mind, still had all this stuff that people would care dead. about him or whatever, or or he would still want to do all this stuff and do all this stuff. So it was that question. Didn't make sense. It, 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 it makes sense. Make sense. It was about a week ago, or it was sometime in the last week, where I think the World Health Organization or somebody it was pointed out by like the New York Times or some liberal like paper that Elon Musk could solve world hunger from like 2% of his wealth or something like that. And he posted on Twitter. It's billion dollars. 
Yeah, six billion dollars, which is two percent of his wealth. If if he basically said, if that whoever was the World Health Organization or whoever the hell was in charge of that can show him how six billion dollars would solve world hunger, then he will sell Tesla stock tomorrow or whatever, and and just believe he would do it. But there's probably no way you can solve world hunger with six billion dollars. To answer your question, Jake, like if he was a janitor not doing what he's doing and he had the same mindset. Uh, no, I wouldn't really give a fuck about him because he, as a janitor, he wouldn't be doing what he's doing where he's actually doing something with this shit and actually doing the things that he's doing. So, like, that, just having the mind isn't enough. You actually have to be about what you're so, preaching. Again, he let, is. let me just tell you, what has he done? So, what else has he done besides Tesla? Look how many jobs are out there because of him. SpaceX. Okay. SpaceX. Look at Amazon. Amazon's one of the biggest employers out there out there. Nerdy, how many employee how many people has Elon Musk employed? You look that so, up. So so probably not as much as Amazon. I'll admit that, but I'll no, I'll defend Elon and say that the 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 mission, like the the yeah, company the mission. mission is much deeper than any of you know the exactly. Bezos is more about the money than Elon is. That's a fact. Well, you're talking about money. Bezos has done more than Elon has to this point. Yeah. So and, and I, what can, I'm not even arguing. I'm not even about why, about, I like Elon. I think he's a cool guy. I don't think you do. I, think he, I don't think you do. Do you want, do you want me to talk and explain, or do you want to, do you want to you, jump in my opinion? I'm saying you don't like Elon, and it's very obvious. So do you want me to explain? Yes, explain, explain, explain. Yes. You two guys are sucking his cock so hard that I need to actually explain what I'm talking about. Okay. What I'm saying is is that my first question that I brought up, which obviously you didn't hear because you were so far on fucking Elon's cock, is why does everybody get so excited about Elon when Jeff Bezos does the exact same shit, if not even better? Than okay. can, can no, I, wait, nerdy, please. Nerdy, please. So, okay. <laughs> Look at the type of breed that they're each creating right jeff bezos is creating f a lot of jobs yes but they're jobs for fucking minion mindless workers that fucking do repetitive tasks all day long and move a What's box the down an assembly line? what is the assembly line on a tesla factor that's no 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 elon isn't employing people that are figuring out engineering solutions to go to outer space uh, build machines that can build electric cars and make electric cars better designs. Did Jeff Bezos, Bezos did not doing Bezos that. Jeff Bezos space? saying, "Did Bezos go to space? Did he go to space? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How long did it take him? One time, and they probably fucking copied one of Elon's oh patents and just fucking tweaked it. it. Can I get that example, Austin? What? I think it's important. This is like Exhibit A right here. They both own space companies, right? But I think that this is like. A perfect example of like their their expertise and how great they are at what they do. Elon, he's way ahead of the game, and Blue Origin, which is Jeff Bezos's space company, has literally done more lawsuits than actual flights of just suing them because SpaceX keeps winning all the NASA contracts because they actually are better. And the the flights that that Bezos actually went on, they actually didn't actually get to space. The way NASA defines what space is, he's not actually an astronaut, but he he'll put on kind of that whole show of doing it. Versus the show that SpaceX did was all apart for uh, St. Jude Hospital and actually just raising money for that and putting civilians up in actual space. So I think that's a that's a perfect exhibit of Musk is better.
Yeah, no, I think Jeff is a fucking poser that's trying to be a copycat off of Elon, and he's salty when he can't fucking beat him. Like, he's just a little, like, pitiful bitch, in my opinion. And if you look, wait, 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 if you look at what Jeff's done, Jeff spent his whole life figuring out how to, like, put things in boxes and send them to your house. Oh, wow, fucking cool. That didn't already fucking exist. He just made it better. Elon's doing things that have, didn't exist. No, I don't. I don't. I swear to God, I don't. And uh, Elon's doing things that are actually furthering technology that are actually cool, not just a fucking box to deliver you a mechanical dildo to your house so you can get fucked and be weird. Elon's doing things that are actually going to grow us as a fucking species. You don't know what Amazon does? Like, I, I hate Amazon, honestly. They're rude. They're, Amazon, oh, okay. Amazon destroys the little guy that's trying to find his way in the world. They, he, he's a Walmart, basically. He literally destroys mom and pop shops everywhere. And you're going to glorify that over someone that's trying to advance us to the stars and trying to advance us as a species? There's no comparison. Je Jeff Bezos is fucking Dr. Evil from uh, it's Austin Powers, and Elon Musk is Austin with a genius brain. You are just, you, I mean, you're just going right into my point. Why, why are you so excited about any billionaires in general? Like, you don't know. Because he's not a billionaire that's just trying to flaunt his money. He is number one on the fucking Forbes. He's just, has just the because, most net worth. Just because you have the most net worth, I mean, you're trying to flaunt that? No, no, no. Just because he's number Dude, one. Listen, cares about I'm that. answering the question. Just because he has the most money in the world doesn't mean he's flaunting it. He literally sold all his shit to show he doesn't care. He moved into a tiny home. He got rid of all his stuff. And you know what he said on Joe, Joe Rogan? He said, once you get to a point where you get everything that you ever wanted and never needed and could ever care about, then what? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you stop to care. And he's not as materialistic as Jeff Bezos. Yeah, you just stop to care. You just stop to care when your net worth is three. Hundred and two billion dollars. You don't have to care about Take any single case. thing if your like net worth I'm, is that much. It's like it a little bit different whenever, like, he's that three hundred mil or billion, three hundred billion dollars is held in like different stocks, mostly Tesla, which is using all of that investment to grow. They just signed it. I mean, it's part of the reason why his investment jumped today. Is they just signed that huge deal with Hertz or whatever, the rental car company, and so this investment that he has, it's going back into Tesla. He's not just pulling it out. And just fucking building super yachts yeah, and flexing. Like yeah, Bezos. exactly. Okay, but he. But here's the thing, he could do that. He but he doesn't. But he doesn't. Exactly. He doesn't. He doesn't do that. He could, but he doesn't. That's the whole point. If he did, I wouldn't have the same opinion. Type in Elon Musk yacht. I'm sure he has a yacht, but he's building a super yacht. Oh, look, there's a yacht. That's okay. You can't believe everything you see on the fucking internet. That's just a bunch of pictures of yachts. Jake, that three Elon Musk is two hundred and fifty fifty million dollar electric super yacht. Hmm. Okay. Jake, he does not have three hundred billion dollars of liquid cash. And if you pulled all that, I'm not saying it's liquid cash, but I'm saying that yeah, he has he could go he could go sell all of his shit and go move into silent house or do whatever because he can sell sell whatever stock option he wants at whatever point. To make him whatever he wants to do. He can do whatever he wants. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Listen, I, I, I'm going to say one last thing. Uh, Elon Musk, he can do whatever he wants with his fucking money. I'm not the type of person that's going to hate on someone that's rich that inherited shit. I'm going to, I'll hate on, I'll, I'll hate on that person that inherits money and didn't earn it. Elon Musk was living at his, he rented a fucking office, lived there while he worked. Even to this day as a billionaire, he sleeps at Tesla on the floor or the couch all the fucking time. Well, he literally sleeps for, 
because I watch a lot of videos. I've seen him literally sleeping there on these videos. They talk about how he's the hardest you fucking worker. On the internet? Yes. Oh, so you can't believe so you can believe whatever on the internet if you want to then. No. He said don't believe everything on the internet. When you have hundreds of people saying that he sleeps at Tesla and they all seen it then with their first hand experience, like yeah, it's a little more believable than just seeing a picture online. That's way it's not, you're not even comparing the same thing. And he literally is dedicated. He sleeps four hours a night. He, the dude's got to be on fucking Adderall, but he's even said himself like a lot of people would not want to be me because he's probably stressed to the max. He said that it's not easy to be him because he ha deals with a lot of shit. And I even heard him in one of his uh, things talking, saying like, at the end of the day, the thing that sucks about being an entrepreneur is like all the shit that no one wants to deal with. That's what you have to deal with as the entrepreneur because it all falls onto you at that point. And so he's solving all sorts of crazy problems that make our day to day job look like a joke. That's why I have respect for him. He didn't just inherit it. He he earned it from being smart as fuck. Okay, well, so you Bezos, say Bezos, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, you say the same thing about Jeff Bezos. I'm not saying that that he isn't that you either. You just did. No, I didn't. I didn't say that. I didn't say anything about Jeff Bezos in regards to that. He didn't, Jake. He, he I didn't. He was talking about Elon. A lot of the points he did say, you could say the same about Jeff Bezos. Yeah, he could. Less philanthropic. Than so all I'm, trying, yes. all I'm trying to say is, why are you sucking one guy's? Is it just a philanthropic thing that you're sucking one guy's dick over the other? Because Elon is geared towards engineering and Jeff is geared towards business. And that's why I like Elon more yeah. than Jeff. I don't really have a problem with Jeff, but if I have to pick between who I think is better and why, that's the reason. Elon, because of engineering and furthering us as a species, Jeff, he's just a fucking monopoly boy. I mean, Amazon has just as much or more technology than than SpaceX does. So I think it's more of a fact Have you heard of Amazon Web Services that basically, web services that basically, like, you're a computer guy. They basically, what it is. yeah, it's they like, basically run all the fucking, I don't know, so you can explain it a little Amazon bit. Web Services, and I'm sure Nerdy can probably chime in this too, or Andy or whatever the hell we want to call it. I don't know. I'm sure Andy can chime in on this too, but um, Amazon Web Services basically uh, is cloud computing. So a lot of the websites oh, yeah. and applications are hosted on Amazon Web Services, which is a leader in cloud computing technologies, the market leader, and behind them is Google and Microsoft. Real quick, so they yeah. uh, Jeff Bezos has a degree in electrical engineering in computer science. So again, not an engineer guy. I guess he's a business guy. But no, let's not let's not put that there. Go ahead. Ahead, you're, you're misinterpreting what I'm saying. I'm saying that what he, yeah, he might be an engineering guy that has that background, but what he's doing with it is he's trying to create monopolies. Okay. What Elon's trying to do is trying to create science, technology, shit like that. Right. So that's so, that's the difference. So, he, so Elon would sell all of his patents and everything to Tesla, then, right? Like he, so he, he, would, give he, me, he would give release them to everyone. He would give it to he Ford, did. to Chevy. Yes, to all he, he, did. he did. He did. And that's why yeah, Ford. That's why Ford came out with electric trucks. Yes, he gave it to him. Okay, yes. He released all his patents, and that's why Ford is coming out with electric trucks and electric Mustangs because they are stealing designs and making them tailored to their products. Not stealing them. Okay, they're using. They're using. Elon Musk cares about patent protection. He cares about like technologically advancing the world so that they can save us from existential threat yeah is what and, he's really concerned about which we should get back to which we should get back to but elon musk no no no, 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 no. we're not getting hold on you haven't on, done enough on, research on, on elon well, like to have this much no, 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 i've done plenty enough research to you get to my original question okay. of why do people suck one person's dick and not the other person's I already answered that a certain thing
Can I have one more response to that? I think also, I, agree, I totally agree with everything Austin has said, but I think one other piece to that is that it seems like they have a rivalry between each other, whether, you know, it's one side or, you know, back and forth or, or comedic or whatever. So I feel like everyone else that's watching them and admires them for their own, you know, traits or, or characteristics, we participate in that kind of picking sides thing. So I think that also plays to, into it, too. Yes. <laughs> it does. I mean, Thanks, I don't Austin. have a problem with Jeff, but I, like I said, the reason why I like Elon more is because he's doing more of the science shit, not the business shit, whereas Jeff's like figuring out how to turn monopolies. They're, I think they're you doing no, they're doing both. You but I, so I think that I also so I'll just end it with this. You again have done a lot of research on Elon Musk. You have no idea what we're talking about about Bezos. So again, to say that you could just completely Put him off because you don't like him. It's I, I didn't. I just said I clear, like him. It's clear just, that you don't like him as much as Elon yes, Musk does. That's true. So to blanket statement, Elon Musk. To blanket to blanket statement saying that he's doing nothing else but delivering packages is bullshit. And that's exactly what okay. you're saying. Okay. This is exactly what I was trying to get at. Is okay. Why are there sections that's of people fair. that suck one guy's dick and not the other? They're both billionaires. They both suck, in my opinion. Thank you. I don't hate rich people as much as Jake. Let it be known. Like if they earned it. If they didn't, then I hate them. Well, Jeff Bezos earned it, so I don't like it. Okay. Well, I don't hate Jeff Bezos, like I said. So, so we'll switch it back. So to steer this back to the topic of existential threats, and what we were particularly You're welcome, Elon. And what we were particularly talking about was the threat of overpopulation, which it seems like neither of you think is a threat. You think that underpopulation is a threat. Is kind of what I'm understanding. So is that what well, you guys I can make a point of discussion on that. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I wouldn't say that underpopulation is as much of a threat as the decrease in population of people that want to work nowadays. I think that's a bigger threat where now you have these people that are able to still make a living off of whatever it be like crypto or something like where they're not even working, they're making a lot of money and it's crippling the economy because the economy needs people to work in order to run businesses and keep things flowing. I've heard stories of like there's uh, cargo ships that are literally just like sitting out in the ocean waiting to come to shore and they don't have enough employees to fucking Port of Los Angeles. And, and they're saying that like get your christmas gifts now because you're not going to be able to get shit like come christmas time because uh there's so backed up with being down or understaffed to where that to me having a low population of workers is a bigger threat than having a low well, population he, he, elon could fix it honestly he could just <laughs> he could just automate the whole thing i swear to god but you see, right? Like, look at, look at my, my, my sister was trying to get an Xbox, right? I bought my Xbox a couple months ago, for $500. She's looking at them the same thing for $900 because, because a lot of people aren't working understaffed and it's so hard to get these things. Now the prices are going up. Everything's inflating out the wazoo and you have people working less. So it's like, holy fuck, we're in this crazy pickle where less people are working, but still making a lot of money. And other people are working, not making nearly enough money to keep up with the inflation that's going on. And it's just like going to cause those people to not want to work either to where we're going to be kind of fucked. I think that's more. <laughs> that's why I think that's more important than underpopulation because it's in a way similar, you know, so this. So I have something to say about the supply chain crisis right here anyway. So this this kind of also goes into my overpopulation topic where we are seeing a is the basically the depletion of natural resources such as oil and copper and rare earth metals, deforestation, and we're not able to keep up with human demand for these types of things. 
Now, I don't know if this is some sort of like COVID induced, like, you know, supply chain, what's going on. I don't know if that's more about like what's happening in the world's economy and environment or more of a fact of, of these shortages of natural resources. But I mean, right now we're in a, the biggest global supply chain crisis I've, you know, that I remember that I've ever been involved with, mm -hmm. you know, it, there's a shortage, for example, of natural gas, which is going to cause your, your home heating costs to rise. There's a shortage of semiconductors, which is why you're not going to get, which is why people aren't getting their new cars and why used cars cost more. And so, and even in the South this year, there's some hilarious videos um, if you weren't involved with it, but there was a gasoline shortage. So there were people trying to get gas that weren't getting gas. There were people filling up Walmart bags and trying to put gas in their trunk and the spill all over the place. And, you know, this is very early in, in the, when the world continues to, you know, grow in population, we keep depleting these natural resources and we're going to touch on, you know, groundwater in a little bit, but you start to get, you know, it starts to get pretty fucked up when you have demand that high and no supply and people are fighting over shit. So what do you guys think about fucking the depletion of natural resources? I mean, you're gonna laugh at me because I'm just gonna go back to the same thing. I'm gonna go back to the same thing. So I think that I think that what do they say that necessity is the mother of invention or whatever? So we're just gonna have to be smarter and invent more shit. So Austin's gonna have to go up to SpaceX and just start get on his knees and just start slobbing all over Elon to fix figure out whatever needs to be whatever needs to happen. But on a serious like on a serious, I think that's what's gonna have to happen. I mean, we've always. We've always adjusted. We've always adjusted. We've always figured out different ways to expand and do different things. So, like, I just think that it will naturally get done, right? Like, so we'll naturally get our our dependence off of you know fossil fuels, petroleum, that kind of shit. And we'll just naturally like figure out a different way. Again, electric cars will become more sustainable. Um, you know, other other stuff like that. Go ahead. I, I hear you. I think that we're taking a stubbornly long time to get there, and I'm worried about how long we're taking to get we'll there. We'll pick up the phone so, and call Elon. So, Austin, what do you think about natural resources in this third equation? I mean, I heard that, like, there's only 15 years of oil left in the world, but, you know, then they end up finding another oil reserve all the time. So, like, they've always thought, like, we're going to be out of oil soon, but then, like, next thing you know, they found a new oil, like, wherever. And so... I don't know. Like, it's hard to say. I feel like we might run out of certain resources, but we're, I don't think we're going to run out of everything because it just tends to naturally be produced uh, somehow. Uh, I don't know. Maybe at the core of the universe, our, our Earth. I mean, I have no idea. But I think certain things like, uh, you know, maybe plastics and stuff like that will eventually run out of like certain like things that we use all the time and just ch chuck away. Like, I don't know. So, this is a shitty thing to think about, but at the same time, like we're three single guys here. We don't have kids. Probably You're like half single. <laughs> All right. We're three yeah, we're, we're three single guys here. We don't have kids. And at this point, we're not thinking about like future generations and shit. So part of where my attitude is is well, this isn't gonna be a problem for me. Like I'm gonna be dead and gone by the time that this these like we're gonna run out of oil, we're gonna run out of all this stuff. But again, it's a terrible, it might, it might, it's terrible. You might not be dead by the point we start, we start running out of a lot of resources. Okay. We're 80, 90 years old. But continue. 
Austin, I don't like that sentiment because imagine if everyone thought that way. Imagine if everyone thought like, well, if I just throw this one piece of trash out of my car, like it won't be a big deal. Like it's just one person. But imagine if everyone thought like that and they all started throwing the trash out. So, so, so I think of the future. Yeah, I did. I did. You said like it's not going to be my problem to worry about what happens with the future. Okay. And so for me, it's if you don't have that mentality of well, you should make it your, your problem. Your, I think Jake was saying is it's not your number one focus. Your number one focus, and I'll talk there. People have a higher needs you know so like your massless exactly whatever that one is like the very achieve self-actualization bottoms like yeah which i love shelter and self-actualization at the top right and be honest with you i'll speak for myself personally i'm not at the level of self self self-actual god damn it self-actualization i'm not there yet i'm still focused on making money and just trying to fucking grind in life there are people like you on musk or me level i have self-actualized I I knew myself actualized when I was and at Merrimack. You, okay. I swear to God. And you can and you can start to think about these problems on a global and geological scale, whereas people like me and Jake are admitting that I'm focused on my fucking my life. I can't really I, I'll acknowledge that. I, I just can't really focus on that. There's people that are more free and more well, richer and wealthier than I am that can help way more than i can just trying to figure my shit out so i mean I, but, I don't, but I, don't, I think he skipped the listening exercise at, at merrimack because i clearly said at the very beginning of my point is it's a terrible way to think and i don't think this way oh it's okay i thought you said but I i've been starting to think because, like well no, it's, I, we're, we're not gonna have, okay, we can we can yeah. go back to the okay i mean I'll, I'll take your word for what it what i meant I to say is that this. it's a terrible thing to say but at the same time those thoughts do come into it this isn't going to be something sure. that's necessarily going to affect my life that's true and that's why the whole point of why i wanted to say we're all single guys here we don't have kids yet because if i think that if i had kids my fucking my mentality my mental my my thoughts and everything would drastically change at that point sure but where i'm at now it's not as pat said on the hierarchy of needs so on there so sorry, sorry. i thought i heard say something else. sorry my fault just my fault. fucking coming at me over here no okay. i blew up sorry and, and unlike some of the like aforementioned problems like cybersecurity and, and AI, which is fucking imminent, could happen tomorrow. Um, we know how much, roughly probably how much time is left in these natural resources. And there's nothing we can fucking do about it, Jake. No. So, you know, you No, we're, dumb, we're dumbos. We just, we just need to, yeah, we need self-preservation. Side, side, no, are you familiar with self-actualization? Do you know about it? Like, have you heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs? We should talk about Because I, I like, I I like it a lot. I know the hierarchy, I know the hierarchy okay. of needs. I, mean, I, think, I, I can I pull it up. I feel like we should talk about the hierarchy of needs. No, I got it here, so. I, this is a really interesting. Because, so, like, self-actualization is not something you have to be a billionaire to achieve. That's not how it works. You can be, you can be homeless and achieve it, by, kind of, but... Like it's when you're all your needs are met, you're able to reach this level of self-actualization. And so at the baseline, the first and like they go in order too. So you have your physiological needs, like you know, the stuff you need to eat to survive. Like in Pat's case, not enough uh, physiological nutrition in order to survive. But you know he's doing what he can. So can't this get, is why he hasn't self-actualized because yeah. he's fucking cutting. Pat, the first Pat can't get past the first pier. Yeah, exactly. I was yeah. belonging, but I guess I'm or trying to get to love and belonging, but I guess I'm stuck in safety needs. With but safety is like yeah, your shelter. That's the next step up, and all and making sure you feel like protected, uh, love and belonging, like ha like having a family and knowing that you have people that care about you and knowing that that need is met and then esteem like having confidence whether you're like you know past a point of like 
worried about whether or not you're going to make it in life and at a stable point where you got like your career going or whatever and your esteem is up because you know that you've got money in the bank or whatever and then from there like your morality and creativity uh and problem solving lack of prejudice acceptance of facts like is able to unfold to a higher level of like thinking because since you're not having to focus on your safety or your physiological needs like where you're gonna eat your next meal or where you're gonna sleep tonight like since you're not having to direct your focus to those you're able to start to like think uh sort of beyond those things and that's kind of what this is all about and you can tell the people that that that, i mean the famous people celebrities are you know i would say elon musk and and honestly somebody like john stewart like that racial level of self-actualization where i don't want to say that they they don't just give it they just don't give a fuck but like john stewart will tell anybody what the fuck he wants to he's got everything in his life lined up exactly doesn't need shit from anybody that he's like fully himself at that point how how do you know this i mean that's certain people if you're rich if you're rich it's easier to do because no, but you, that your is, needs are all met. That is your, your. I think this is a very real debt pyramid. It, it is. Can I can okay, I go finish ahead, go my ahead. thought? Yes. Before you guys jump over. With Sorry. Show? That is your view of those people. You have no fucking clue what's going on with them. I mean, no fucking clue. It's my theory I have on them. I could be hundred percent wrong. I yeah. guess. But I mean, right. It's so not. I would jump to these conclusions to say that. Elon Musk has reached self-actualization or or John Stewart. That's that's ridiculous, in my opinion. Well, I think what Pat's saying is that these people have hit enough of the criteria to be classified as someone that could potentially have a higher probability of being self-actualized versus someone that's on, under a bridge homeless. So you can look at John Stewart and someone that's under a bridge homeless be like, hmm, if I had to pick who was the most self-actualized out of the two, I'm going to pick John Stewart. And you don't know that for sure, but the odds are in your favor because you can see that all his needs are met Joe being Rogan, wealthy. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Cause if you listen to his podcast, you can just tell that he has all his needs met. And when you reach that level of self-actualization, you, the way that you can speak and contribute yeah. to like society, the way that Joe does, you have to be self You see it through people's personalities yeah. and their energy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the character is what, it, what shows. Gotcha. So there's some sort of psychopaths I don't know. What, I don't know why you have to counter everything. Well, I'm not it's, you are. You're trying to pick everything apart. What I'm trying to say is that these, when you're trying to jump to so many conclusions to what you view as these hierarchies, focus on individual people. These are people I have theories about. This is a real fucking pyramid. I'm not saying. Let's that. see what he has if to say. My example is wrong. No, if my example is wrong, then so be it. We're never going to know that. But there are people out there who are self actualized. Correct. Okay. So you guys are using high, you guys are using people that you don't know as with the exception of you, you yeah. use yourself. But you're using people that you have no idea, you've never met personally, you don't know personally. I'm using yourself as an example of not being self actual Correct. But you've used people like Elon Musk and people like that to theory. prove your thing here. To, to prove, prove to prove the pyramid, to explain the pyramid. No, not to prove it. Let's just show up what an example looks like without explicitly stating that it's what it is. I'm not dumb. I know what the pyramid means. I understand so what it is. Are you disagreeing with the pyramid, or are you? No, disagreeing I'm disagreeing. I'm disagreeing. And this just leads to my thing up here. That you can't. You can't well, would you shut up and let me talk? You can't let. You can't look at this pyramid and judge anybody else besides yourself. You can't judge anybody else on that because you have no fucking clue what's going on there. I tried to bring up John Wayne Gacy on here because, again, he is a guy that you could say, oh, he's probably up to, you know, love and belonging and esteem. He had a job. He was good to go. This guy was a serial killer. Again, self-actualized doesn't mean you're a saint. You can be self-actualized and be an evil villain. 
like what we're what we're doing is the equivalent of like walking outside seeing gray clouds and be like hmm i think it might rain today like yes you can say you don't know for sure that it's gonna rain today but it's like well based off of the kind of things that cause rainstorms like it seems like it could be the case that's what we're saying here's the qualities and characteristics of someone that's self-actualized self-actualized efficient perception of reality Comfortable acceptance of self, of nature, reliant on own experiences and judgment, spontaneous and natural, task-centering, autonomy, continued freshness of appreciation, profound interpersonal relationships. Like, you can look at someone and you can see, like, mm, I can see how this person has this and that and, and make the deduction that they might be self-actualized. Yes, you don't know for sure what's going on in their personal life if they're not loved and then that makes them not self-actualized, but you can base your opinion off of some of the evidence that's th before you and to make your own judgment call on whether or not you think that they meet the criteria of someone that's self-actualized or not and you could be wrong i'm not saying that you're automatically right but certain people exhibit the right characteristics that can give you the ability to make a judgment call and say i think they might be self-actualized that's all we're saying right pat yes okay okay so why do you want to do that so if you look at it like they say that like self-actualized people are people that like find happiness. I don't care enough about it. If you want to disagree, then you just go fucking have a disagree. I mean, I'm just I don't I don't I don't want to Well, I think I think that I think we're gonna the only thing that needs to be stated about this is that self-actualization is something that everyone should try to pursue because it's the pursuit of your higher self. It's the pursuit of you evolving past the point of rudimentary needs, like first world pro like our third world problems, shit like that. You evolving past that and being a version of yourself. Yeah, and first world problems. Basically rising above all your problems and becoming the best version of yourself possible. I think that's a good thing to strive for. Yeah, 100% agree with that. You don't have I got it. I got a question. I got a question. Can AI become self-actualized? I think that would be the moment in which AI becomes, you know, free has free will and takes over when they become self-actualized. And I don't know if AI can feel love though, so maybe they feel self-actualized in an alternative form that's you know built towards AI, where it's like AI doesn't need love and belonging in order to achieve self-actualization. They don't have physiological needs, and so they don't need those or safety needs. So they can kind of supersede all that stuff, and just for them, it'd be more of being self-aware as opposed to self-actualized. I feel underqualified to give an opinion on that. I, I wish the Stephen Hawking were alive to answer that question. Same. But I, you know, there's so much unknown about, you know, artificial intelligence, so much that I don't know about it. And I work kind of parallel with the field that, um, you know, I guess I'll just kind of leave it at that. I wish we, I wish we had smarter people here to ask that question. I'm not I just sure. Says, I, personally, I don't know. Personally, I don't think they, well, give me a second to wrap up. So like, personally, I don't think that that hierarchy applies to AI. Go ahead, Jake. I just want to wrap up. yourself. I just want to wrap up. I, just, I didn't mean to say it. I didn't mean to say it that way, Jake. I was just Jake, I had to say. I just want to say, hold on. Sorry. Well, I, he just wanted to finish his statement. No, he didn't trying, no, what I'm trying to say is that I, I think that I don't disagree with the whole pyramid. Okay. I don't disagree with the other cake and ass. That's good. I don't disagree with the whole pyramid. What I disagree with or what I, what I find like a little bit difficult for me or a little bit irritating is when you apply that to people you don't know or you use it to judge them. Okay, then we ought to. That's fine. Sorry. <laughs> you just 
said the same fucking thing that I did. You've been talking. I thought you were finished. I thought, I thought you were finished. Sorry. It seemed like you were closing. So I thought you were finished. My bad. All right, go ahead. No, I've said, but you guys haven't listened. I am listening. Sorry. Finish it. Fuck Austin, man. Well, I was just going to say. No, Look at this guy and be like, oh, man, this fucking bomb on the side of the road. I've been using um, love and belonging. I mean, I mean, but here's the big question. Why is that so, so bad? It's not bad, but here's what I'm here's what I'm saying. You're, this is more of a philosophical thing that I'm. It is. It is getting at is that oh. your mm-hmm. happiness and you reaching self actualization is is figured out by you. Yeah, individual. Not a fucking pyramid. Not whatever it is, and you can't pull display it to anybody else. Sure, sure. Right. So I, I this is why this is why I find it hard when you were saying that you could see that Elon Musk or whoever insert since Elon Musk is a big di- you know differential character here insert whoever you think could be at the self actualization part well you don't know that like again sure. that is it is a personal thing that it is that's built up only you are the one that's in control of that pyramid exactly and I, I that's valid I'm just saying that the, the pyramid is a template for. Uh, like kind of, or like a guide to for people that maybe don't know how to be self-actualized and don't feel that way. To where, where do I start? Here's a reference point. It's not the tell-all, be-all. It's it's just like right. It's just a, some sort of a yeah. circuit. Let me just ask you a question. So, can you use that pyramid to judge other people where they're at? We literally ask that question. I think it's. A, I think I think it's. I didn't, obviously, you didn't answer it well enough that I don't think that you're actually talking about that. So, answer the question. I would say it's an objective reference point. I did. We're just gonna agree to disagree on this one because I don't really care enough about. It. You didn't answer the. Well, question. I'll answer the question. Fucking answer the question. My question <laughs> is. I'm not going to another circle. Can you use? It's just a yes or no question. It's easy. Can you use this pyramid and judge it with other people to see what they are in their life? I think if you study them hard enough, yeah. I'll say it's an objective reference point to begin with. I wouldn't say it's a tell-all be-all, but I would say, yeah, you could use it to, to judge people and figure out if they are okay. self-actualized. I completely disagree with you guys. I think yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, what? It's getting passionate. No, that, I just feel like that was a, a fucking circle. Just never circle of death. It was, it was the same fucking responses, and it was like, let's just fucking i got a question for you on your uh your list here do you have natural disasters i.e like super volcanoes or asteroids on your list yeah i was going i would love to get to those but i don't know if we're gonna get to those tonight that's that fine. Like in my next segment, those were absolutely on there. So um, I'm going to wrap up like the overpopulation stuff, which I'm going to talk about um, basically groundwater. And I, that might be like, oh, and then I'm going to like wrap it up with like something else. So <laughs> two, like two, I'm pretty sure it's two things. Yeah, it's it's two things. I'm kind of like, wait. Keep all this in. Andy, the the last one I, I think is a really intriguing question. Well, yeah, I mean. Just do it. Don't announce it. You just do it. Me and Arson are going to argue about it for 20 yeah. minutes anyway. So yep. let's get that. God damn it. It's fucked. All right. So, um, all right. I'm just going to fucking robot pat this one. But um, on the subject of depletion of natural resources, I want to expand on groundwater depletion on its own. One third of the world's population gets its supply of drinking water from groundwater. 
However, humans have been notoriously overdrafting their groundwater supply for decades, and that the rate of replenishment is far slower than the rate of use. In the U.S., a groundwater shortage is already effective agro agricultural production in California, and will become a problem across many southern states. Jake, it's not a question of when it will run out, it's a question of when will it run out. What do you think will happen when we do run out? Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go towards what I said before. Of, I think that um, need is the necessity, or necessity is the mother of invention, right? So, is there a reason why we can't take parts of like can't take water from parts of the United States where we have a surplus, like here or you know, kind of in the middle, and like ship that shit over to California and do that kind of stuff? What, so what, what are you bobbing around? No, I'm just doing this. I'm not th not about anything you're saying. I'm just I'm just like it's being so weird. Dang it. See, so, I'm, like, I'm a little on yeah. edge, but I'm not bad on it. One of the things that I thought too is that um, you know a lot, of, especially in California, where a lot of food is fuck the USA manufactured, grown, fucking right. shipped yeah, out, yeah, whatever yeah. the fuck yeah, the yeah. word is, is that you know there's there's a lot of water issues, not just from like a lack of groundwater, but the water cycle is completely fucked, and they're not getting any rain. Right, and so. One of the things I wonder is, I mean, there's obviously a fucking endless supply of water in the ocean. So do we start building water pipelines, big ass water pipelines to these places and like have some sort of cleaning like a, facility? Like a desalinator or something like that? Some, some sort of state of the art fucking massive water cleanser. Right. I, I think that you would actually, then you would have to think about how that effect does with the, like how taking that water out of the ocean would affect everything else. Right. Oh, I think there's so much water in the ocean. I, I've heard this before that no matter like what you do or how you do it, there's always the same amount of water in the world at all times. Like, and I, I challenge that idea because it's like, well, when you drink it, you then you turn it into pee, and it's like, yeah, then the pee goes to the sewers and to the ocean, our filtration systems, and then eventually back to some sort of water reservoir to where it's then returned into another filtration system that becomes drinking water again. So it's like it's recycling and so and then you have like water and just in different forms like it'll turn into vapor and turn into a cloud and then rain back down or it's frozen in the polar ice caps and it melts and then it turns into more water like but whether it's in a different state or not like the quantity of water i think on earth is always the same yeah i mean yes the um so we're not going to run out is what I'm. we're not going to run i mean of course we're not going to run out of water we're talking about fresh water supply that that like this round <laughs> that drawing, like remember that drawing yeah, in grade school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the little sun, and then the water, and then the water is going up, and then the, it goes in the cloud, and it rains back down, and then water it keeps going. It's water cycle. Yeah. We're talking specifically about fresh water that comes from the ground that only regenerates like in geologic rates. It takes forever in some cases for it to replenish itself, and so there. I think there's a method that's been tested. They, you know, you try to forcefully, like engineerly. With, with engineering, I guess, replenish the groundwater supply. But it's not a question that groundwater is going to, it's going to go away at some point. We have to solve that problem somehow. And it's a, you know, it could be a pretty difficult problem to solve. I think it's we, not. We just get some chemicals. It's not. Let's not just get some chemicals I mean, like, going. So if it's not that difficult to solve, then how would you do it? Just replenish. Uh, I'd take the exact filtration system that filters the groundwater and apply it to the ocean. Boy. How are you going to distribute that everywhere? That's a different problem. 
No, that's you were talking about running out. The same Bezos could no. have that shit in two days. I, yeah. This is the problem of having. This, you're talking about running out, not navigating it. No, the problem is running out of groundwater in supply. The, in the fucking, let's say the, you know, let's say the middle of California where there is no ocean. You can't just you can't just clean the water in the ocean. That's an easy problem. The question is is cleaning that water, transporting it in mass to everybody that needs it in the area and all of the crops, like. It's if it's such an easy problem for you, then why don't you like expand on that and not just say the first part of that three part okay. thing where it just gets we transport right. oil over various yeah, exactly called get a fucking pump. But I think the need for water is so much higher. Yeah, but it's the same concept that you just of transporting it. Get a fucking it's an investment. Into it. Okay. This is, so this is a first world problem. Mm -hmm. um, what would our ancestors have done? They would have moved to where the water is, right? Yeah. But, so maybe people in California, if it's that big of an issue to them, should move where the water well, you is. You can't just simply move all that agricultural production to wherever they're. True. I, mean, I guess True. you could. You could you're going to run out of water everywhere if you do that. And then eventually you're going to have to solve the problem anyway. Like I said, get a pump. Chemtrails. We need the chemtrails to make it rain where the crops yeah, are. Make it rain like Dubai and Fat Joe, baby. There you go. You don't want to talk about chemtrails? More airplanes. I see. All right, let's see. Um, no, hold on. Collision so, averted, Pat. So wait, we can go to the next. Is topic. there? Is there? But but there's. So there's no place on Earth or in the United States that there's a surplus of water. The polar ice caps probably is, but I but mean that's it, not in the United States. It's not everywhere. Got some great lakes up there. <laughs> got a lot of water. It's not the place. Well, that's all salinated though. It's, it's the Great Lakes. Are those freshwater lakes? Or are they? I salty? think they're. I don't know. Honestly, I think good. I, I kind of felt like that was a dumb question, but I, still want to I, don't, I don't think it's a dumb question. I think I'm supposed to know it, but I don't. Um, I, I there's obviously places Jake with a surplus of water. We don't have a we don't have a water issue here in Missouri, but we don't care about like, we care about the places that do face these issues. You know the I don't. What do you mean? What do you wait? Cal time out. Cal well, yeah, California produces so much food for the rest of the country. Well, I will say I will say that you. yeah, I don't really care about the people in California. They're all assholes. Care about the food, but. So, like, again, well, here, but what I'm saying is, is Pat, that you just, there, bless you, there's a surplus of water in certain parts of the United States. Why can't you just fucking use those shit, yeah. shit yeah. pipe that shit? Yeah. Exactly. If we're talking about, we're talking about groundwater surplus, fresh water, massive legal issues to transport other people's groundwater. Oh, they'll be getting over those in order to what get past the hurdles. That's massive legal them. things. I don't know the groundwater here. Yeah, you might. I don't think people in Minnesota Do you know that for sure. I mean, let's look at groundwater. If the, <laughs> let's not. That sounds boring. Let's go to the next. No, no, no. Let's put it this way: if if the government wanted to come down here, if the government wanted to come here and build like a fucking highway through highway through here, they just say, "Hey, uh, we're going to claim eminent domain and just take your shit and go." So, like, if they really wanted to, they could just say, "Hey, I'm just going to claim eminent domain on your water here, and we're just going to fucking send it over to wherever it needs to be." Exactly. I don't think if you know, Missouri has water and Illinois runs out that we're just going to be like, oh, yeah, well, we have a law. Sorry, we can't give you any water. I guess you're fucked. I think they're going to be like, oh, well, I guess we'll just change the law so we can well, give you guys water and help you survive. That's that what a country does. At that point, water is a commodity and you're not just going to give it away for free. That's just not how the fucking world Yeah, you start trading it for NFTs. It's probably not a good thing that the world doesn't operate that way, but it's a fact that it does. Right. You know, if you give away your groundwater supply to fucking Illinois, you ran out. I mean, we sell bottled water, so. Then you're going to have to figure out that problem, too, whenever your goddamn groundwater runs out. 
water futures uh, trade on the New York Stock Exchange. You should fucking buy into that because it's going to go really, really high in demand. I didn't yeah. know that. That's Fuck crazy. crypto and Bitcoin. Just invest in water, dude. No shit. I'm actually serious. Is it, is it, I, I heard. Is it, I think, is it WTR? Griffin told me to invest in water and coffins because everyone needs water to survive and everyone dies. I like It's pretty fair. Fair statement. I didn't know that there was a water uh, <laughs> futures. That's pretty crazy. I might actually invest in that. I mean, California water futures be in trading amid fear of scarcity. Wow, that's crazy. I'm, I honestly will look into that as just part of an investing um, strategy. Holy shit. Nice. That's, that's pretty cool. NQH2O. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, we can all agree that, that California has just been run by libtards the entire time. So, I mean, they deserve whatever they get. So and yeah. the reason I'm interested in investing in water futures is because I'm at that level of the hierarchy of needs where I will have to go to that level of pettiness in order to make money so that I can reach the next hierarchy of needs. So I'll kind of call myself out there. What a dick. I don't know what you're sure you're not from California. I don't know what he was what he was talking about there, but he's talking about getting high on Arky. Getting high on your own supply. Okay. Yeah. So there exactly. is a theory in the study of ethics called utilitarianism. Have you guys ever heard of this? Nope. So it attempts to maximize That's a answer. It attempts to maximize utility, happiness, and well-being for the greater good of the masses. Utilitarianism is a controversial belief system capable of justifying terrible crimes such as genocide. In a utilitarian world, one could justify some of the events already talked about, such as war, biotech-infused pandemics, and allowing natural pandemics to run their run their course could actually benefit future generations with population control in this generation. Um, utilitarianism could justify limiting healthcare resources and advances in controlling population growth and allow future generations to thrive. So, Austin, overpopulation is a problem and doing nothing could result in human extinction altogether. Would you justify population control to try to save humans from extinction? And if so, how would you go about it? And would that be utilitarian? Yeah, I missed the part where you talked about utilitarian in that so, question. So can you repeat that? And tell me how that relates to utilitarian. Okay, so so utilitarianism. And are you familiar with it? I'm Googling it now. Uh, an awfully specific question. So there's several theories of like ethics. Utilitarianism is no matter what the fuck you have to do, like in the act, as long as it as long as it impacts the greater good in the in the best way possible then you can justify it so think for example you could probably not but some people could argue that the holocaust oh, you could justify the yeah. holocaust based on the medical on advances the experiments medical advances yeah, that, that came made, from that they made yeah that they made during it that is obviously a flawed ethical view whenever you Well, and about what about the like cost. improvements in oven design? Or the fact that the fact that Oh, I'm just saying there was okay, well, just medical like or the fact, I have a great oven, toaster oven now. Andy like, Andy like, looked at Andy looked this one up. Or the fact that like Genghis Khan when he killed basically like gazillions of people when apparently he was one percent of the population he, is why, like, he wiped out so much of the, the population that he changed the climate. 
Look that up, Andy. I'm pretty sure that that's I heard that he's fucked so many women that one percent of the population is uh, yeah, that too. tied to that too. I think. Did we look that up? We looked it up in a different. Someone told podcast. me that somewhere. Yeah, it was in a different earlier. Podcast. That's. It wasn't in a podcast. It's something I've heard a long time I'm ago. Pretty sure it was in a podcast. Go ahead. But yeah, and so that so, that's basically the definition of utilitarian. Sure, sure. And you know the way that you could picture the world in, like as an overall view of the problem with overpopulation and resource depletion okay. and all this shit. Um, there's some awful ways to control population growth from happening, but that might help save humans from extinction if we control that problem. So would you justify population control to save humans from extinction? Uh, I feel like I'm talking to Thanos himself right now, because that's literally the same exact philosophy he has that this world is finite its resources finite my little one it's a young calculus or it's a, it's a simple calculus uh you know the world will not survive its people will not survive if uh it's not kept in check or put in you know balances and checks and whatnot and uh or putting checks in your balance um so the answer that the avengers uh stated with punches and kicks and stuff uh was that uh no one should have to die or be put down for so that everyone else can live um we need to f just become smarter and figure out a solution to our problems instead of ending life that's not that's a terrible solution you know and so how do we do that uh we expand beyond our horizon to places that have the resources we need and figure out how like that is the long-term solution kind of going back to elon like how do we get to mars how do we colonize how do we tear terraform other planets to make them like earth and to where they can and we can harvest resources and survive on those planets and then keep you know the population alive and not have to put people down so that others can live sort of thing so like it's it's about getting smarter and figuring out a solution to the problem instead of just uh admitting defeat and just saying all right well, we're just gonna pick and choose at random like who dies Jake, justification on population control? No, I mean, no, I'm not justifying it. <laughs> I think that's ridiculous, but I just kind of... But it is, because overpopulation can just threaten the whole fucking ecosystem. Make one last point. Oh, go ahead. You talked about Sorry. a thousand minutes. Anyway. Sorry. Uh, I will say that, you know, when COVID happened and I started driving to work in the morning, it felt like Thanos snap happened and like half the population was just wiped because there was just no traffic anymore. I was like, you know what? Kind of nice, actually. And I'm like, get behind this. This is kind of nice. So sometimes I'm like, yeah, I could, I could go for that, but I don't think that's the solution. I'm going to answer your question in a real philosophical way. I'm not going to acknowledge this. What I'm looking for. It's very philosophical. But like, do you think that us as humans are giving ourselves too much credit, or like giving ourselves too much? Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to put this. So, yeah, of course we have some effect on society. A lot of effect. A lot of effect on society. But the Earth has also been around for a long-ass time. And in reality, humans have been a blip on the overall... What are you laughing at? Because... It's an amazing word. Because this humans, was part of like where I wanted to go with this. Humans, get there humans are a blip on the radar of the entirety of 100%. nature and, and everything. And in my opinion, I do think that nature has a way of healing itself and kind of evening itself out and staying at some sort of not it's not like Pat at all. Like Pat, you know, Pat wants to get like real fucking jacked and then go down to like a hundred pounds. 
nature has a way of just staying steady and just keeping it so there's there's natural oh, there's natural there's natural stuff that happens that just kind of keeps everything a little bit into effect into into account right because life is life will go on the earth will go on it'll be around in millions of years and there will be different life forms and you know humans even if like humans didn't go extinct in another billion years or another million years we're going to involve into something you know potentially completely different right you look like you want to speak austin oh yeah uh i do um it's kind of like in the matrix where they said uh like mankind is a virus and like nature has a way of naturally correcting itself like you look at the dinosaurs how they got extinct like yeah we're we're kind of being entitled with saying like we deserve to be the ones to go on whatever uh like but honestly i think we're a lot doper than dinosaurs like look at what we've made like the g-string like the iphone like we don't weigh doper shit than the dinosaurs ever all they ever did was like take shits and like eat and so like it's they're not as cool like that's what i'm getting at so yeah i don't think that we should be entitled but i think that we're a lot doper to where we should try and figure out a way to survive because we can keep doing dope stuff and I like doping. Well, we are the greatest species that's the world has ever seen. But it the jerk most, yourself off the bat. I mean, the most powerful, like there's, I think I mentioned this earlier that we are basically a global super predator. The world has never seen that, you know, even apex predators, which is basically regional top, you know, top dogs in the food chain. They have to worry about us. It's mm-hmm. never happened in the history of the world. It's crazy, isn't it? That we're, we, we would get destroyed by an, a lion or any other creature in nature, but we've outsmarted them and used technology and things to our advantage to become better, the apex predator. And we're in the midst of a sixth mass extinction event that is caused by human activity. And, you know, that's pretty fucking powerful when you consider, and we'll get into this probably next week because we're not going to get into it tonight. But the reasons that the other five mass extinctions happened, you know, you have to be a pretty fun. I'm not even bragging. I'm just saying, like, we're that far advanced compared to the dinosaurs and everybody else. Pretty sure we would have a chance. No, actually, I'm glad he said that because I kind of forgot the point until he said that. Yeah, like we have a chance to figure it out. But isn't that, the that dinosaurs didn't have? Yeah, but isn't that evolution? Yeah. Well, I mean, everything that's fucking evolved is most of the shit's gone extinct. Okay, so why are we any different? We might because we have the ability to figure out how to outsmart our our extinction. They, the dinosaurs, did not. We could outsmart extinction. Yeah, if we are willing to try. Again, are we going to get? Are we going to get philosophical here? Are you going to outsmart extinction? Uh, me personally, yeah, I am. I have the opportunity to. Right, it's like fucking global scale right figure it out and right now we're too fucking stupid and divided to figure it out yeah the whole world is though the greatest threat to man right now is man yes and so we're the greatest threat to ourselves if we can master and that and, and have world harmony and peace and connect globally to fix the bigger problems like we did with covid you saw how fast the vaccine came out like that's record-breaking because the world banded together to unite and put our minds together and figure out a, a vaccination, a solution. Imagine if we did that for everything, we'd be pop cranking out like solutions to st- stuff that we never thought possible. Right. And I mean, who's to say, who's to say, I mean, the vaccination doesn't come back five years later and say you have all kinds of goofy side effects. 
five years down the road because of all pretty much all fucking you know researchers and scientists that have fucking uh, this thing that have that have done peer review like it's we're gonna be okay well they would already know within okay like the okay few months if you'd be in trouble. but look at look at rocket ships that went to outer space and, and exploded like uh that taught us how to become how to make better rockets and so on and so forth to where now we have rockets that land so like it's kind of an iterative process where yeah like we unite together figure out solutions maybe they're not perfect but they advance us in this, the direction of progress. Well, you also can keep talking. And I'll, I'll, well, I'm just answering your... You're, 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 you're not even asking me so goddamn I'm not even a question. I'm just trying to... Well, no, you're, you're, making, you're debating. It's fine. The, the vaccine thing, your opinion of getting all... I, don't, I just don't have the same opinion. Okay. And my opinion just gets shot down because you talk over everybody on this, but it's fine. Okay. But I'm going to just explain things. And... What I'm trying to say is, is that you might think it's all peace and harmony or whatever. And that's your opinion. That's fine. I don't think it's peace and harmony. Again, the government wrote a fucking blank check to Pfizer and to whoever they wanted. So that's why they got it done so quickly. Again, I, do I think that there could be any issues? Probably not down the road. But well, it, medical issues. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is you're, you're saying that these vaccines, like your rockets analogy, has nothing to do with it because these these vaccines that they've had before, they've studied the polio vaccine for fucking like sixty years. They've studied all the other vaccines we give everybody for like decades. They don't even have. We haven't even had a year of research on this stuff. So how can you sit here and say that nothing's going to happen? I how think. Can you, Sorry. How can you just say, how can you use that as a, oh, if we all band together and do all that? This could be devastating down the road. We don't know. But are you so, qualified to make that opinion, Jake? No, I'm not qualified to make that opinion, but neither is he. Well, I think you, you misinterpreted what I was saying. I wasn't saying that. Qualified people say you're going to be fine. I wasn't saying that. Do you believe Fauci? Is he qualified? He's lied his ass off the entire time. But he's qualified to do that. Technically. Who's qualified to give any opinion? I'm, I think, yeah, my point was missed that I wasn't saying that. There was peace and harmony whenever the, and they came together and made the uh, vaccine. I'm saying that we came together and made a vaccine. Like, yes, the government wrote a check and helped companies to fund these things. But like, there was doctors from every country all over the world banding together, sharing information, trying to tackle this at, as one. And what I was saying is, imagine the possibilities of if we were in a state of harmony and peace to where we could always do that with all of our issues then we wouldn't be a threat to ourselves only things that would be threats to us are natural disasters that we can or anything that else of that nature that we could figure out together where we have better odds of figuring out a solution as if we don't if we try to do it by ourselves sort of thing so that's i'm saying better together sort of thing which i hate honestly saying that but it's very true like if we did have peace and harmony and we were just dedicated towards solving our problems i think we come up with solutions a lot quicker yeah, it's human adversarial nature. Go ahead. Well, you got your okay. You got your. I got, well, I mean, I got, I, I got nothing else. Was it a best? Was that not valid? Or I mean, it's. I, I think it's, it's, I thought I was misinterpreted. It's, it's valid. Moderna. Go ahead, man. No, I really didn't you, have any. Oh, hot damn! I was like, you being fucking kind of pissy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I am pissy. But yeah. I know you're he definitely is. Like, fuck off, sarcastic. Go ahead. I got you. So, you know, here, like, here's the thing: is that the the Moderna. I know specifically the Moderna vaccine is, is you can disagree if you want, but it's, it's good. It, it solves a problem with, with getting COVID-19. There's very few, a lot smaller potential for it to harm you than actually getting the virus. You can argue that, but you know, there's plenty of data out there now, but like the nature of Moderna and humans in general, in their case is money. 
and they would rather Moderna is basically hoarding their vaccine and only selling it to wealth wealthy people or just like nations that can afford it rather than what they could do, which is ship you know vaccines to poor countries in Africa and shit like that. And then for the whole world, the pandemic went in a lot sooner. But they're greedy and they only want to only want to give it to wealthy people, even though the government funded the research. Okay. Again, I just want to go on record to say I'm fully vaccinated. I got the vaccine. I'm just saying. Headline from the New York Times here. The FDA is assessing whether the Moderna vaccine can cause heart problems in adolescents. There's 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 studies. And again, I can't I I want to look I I don't I can't do this like um like I know I've heard this and I know you're gonna jump in and try to shit all over me, but that's fine. Um, because you're Mr. Complete Vaccine and government's gonna take care of all of us and all that kind of stuff. Anti-government. But anyway, I can't anti-government too, actually. Can't do it like Yes, I am. Prove that we've proved that the last episode. You're, you're. I you're think I don't think the government, government is the legion of doom, but I don't like the government either. Anyway, um, there's studies that are that are going on that the way you can see it here, and this is a different this is a different way of looking at it. But there is a there's a higher chance of a Moderna vaccine. I think it's Moderna in ages in men, male ages from 16 to 29, that if you get this, you have a higher chance of having a heart issue, albeit lower, but it's a certain heart issue within the first 30 days or whatever it is, a side effect. You have a higher chance of that heart issue happening if you get that vaccine of actually being hospitalized hospitalized with COVID if you didn't get the vaccine. Right. There's definitely some data there, and I don't know. So this is just valid data, but I don't know. This is just going to my my point, though, that do you just want to keep pushing this thing around? I'm not doing that to you. I'm just, I just do, I just, I do, I do, like, I do little things like this. Not, yeah, I'm not like trying to be like, ooh, hurry up. I'm trying to just, I'm just doing my, I'm thinking. Austin fast on your ability to Jake. Yeah, I guess so. Also, just sitting here. Period synchronized. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I can't even move my pen with that and be like, what the fuck? Floor is yours. Continue. What I'm saying is, is that just to, to blank, to blindly say, that either way, that it's either good or bad is a complete miscarriage of what we're talking about. There's plenty of studies that show that there's still negative side effects to this stuff. And it's not necessarily, again, it it, it could see on the surface level right now that we all got together, they all did their research and did all this stuff great. But there's still plenty of research that goes on now that there's still bad shit that could happen with this. Yeah, I, I just want to jump in for one thing because, Jake, I agree with where you're coming from. and. I also agree with with Pat's assessment that this is really just like our best guess in the moment. But I think it's also fair to say it's the same situation with the actual virus, right? We don't know the long-term effects of that either, just like we don't necessarily know all of the long-term effects of the vaccine. And when, like the virus, for example, you fucking lose like your smell. There's all those baseball players with like heart issues. Like there's probably a lot of shit to unpack there that we probably won't understand for many years to come. So because it's kind of negligible, you know, the long-term impact of either route, you kind of just have to look at the short-term impact and make your judgment based on that because the rest is kind of out of our control and that's just kind of the reality of it. And that's why I brought up the analogy with the vaccine to a rocket, right? Like 
Yeah, it's true. Like the vaccine isn't perfect, but it got us a start. Just like the first rocket wasn't the best rocket ever made, but it got us off the ground. And so it's been an iterative process to figuring out our the solutions to things we're trying to do. And I'm saying that by coming together, we're able to do this in what seems like a quicker time frame than who knows how long it would have taken if we would have all been trying to find our own vaccine separately and not sharing information across platforms. Like it it's it's not perfect, but it's getting us off the ground. It's a step in the right direction. We're running into road bumps along the way with the heart problems or whatever, but those are things that are expected to happen that we're gonna have to figure out how to counter those and so on and so forth until we keep heading down the direction of progress and find a perfect solution to this. And that's the only way it's gonna happen by kind of experimenting. It's just kind of the nature of the beast. I don't like your rocket analogy because the rocket blew up and killed people. So, like, does the do those ends justify that means? Okay. <laughs> well, no, because and yes, it, well, no, it doesn't. Because did they want those people to die? No. Did it? It was an accident. Yes. But because that blew up, they learned. Okay, this is what we don't do. We fix this and this. We got the data from the explosion. Whenever Elon Musk rocket landed and exploded, <laughs> landed and exploded, he tweeted and said. Uh, we're we're really happy with the, how the uh, landing went, even though it exploded, because we got all the data we needed to know to figure out how do we iteratively resolve the issues that are ahead of us, right? Great, and that's a great and that's a great analogy for Elon Musk. This is a terrible analogy for a vaccine because even if the vaccine that they are mandating people take have a chance to kill people, that's an issue. Which I don't agree with them. But they're still it. doing it. I know, and I don't agree with that. I'm not. We're on the same page with that. What the whole point well, of the argument is? Anymore. The whole point is that we're better together against existential threats. Like I said, we're oh, yeah. our greatest threat is ourself, and so if we can get past that, then maybe we can have a better chance against fighting okay, extinctions. Here's my here's my disagreement. Here's my disagreement with the better together though. Again. The the. The mass agrees that we should do a mandate for vaccines. And if the vaccine mandate, which we're proven here, kills one person, that's bad in my estimation. Yes. And I, like to that point, well, yeah. we're not gonna we're not gonna make all the best decisions. Like, yes, we can come together and make stupid decisions. That's very, very valid. So this was a subject vaccine mandates that I thought about bringing up several weeks ago. We could make this a whole fucking we could topic. And I know you just want to on this but like yeah the vaccine just want just label real quick the vaccine has saved many people's lives right and i believe that it should have that you should get it it should be your personal choice no mandate with it but having this mandate okay. is killing people so it could possibly not is killing sorry could possibly kill people so i want to bring up the um theory of utilitarianism again oh okay and just say like I, I know there there's a lot of problems with that and i i don't think that vaccines should be mandated or i think there's I think that that's a little bit too controlling of your population. You should give people like more free choice than anything. But let's talk about utilitarianism and narrow, narrowly focus on this and say, is it, are we going to help the greater good if we require everybody to get a vaccine and force everybody to get a vaccine because they're shown to be more effective against the virus than the very minimal, you know, side effects that you can get from it? Is it, is it justified by that? Would would it, would it be better for the greater good, despite the fact that you shouldn't force people to take it? In my opinion, no, because okay. because if you are not if we're if we're if we're categorizing this, it depends on where you're trying to get at. If you're categorizing this on just deaths alone and trying to save as many lives, 
the people that need to get vaccinated are the ones that are in the, you know, the the high risk areas. We're going to, it's been shown again that they, you pass this disease along vaccinated or not, regardless of whether you get it. Okay. I mean, so if people, if people are vaccinated that are in higher risk and it brings the cases down the, the, high, the hospitalizations, which it is, then that's great. But you're going to pass this thing either way. Okay. But for the vast majority, you know, there, I know that there's, there's a study about what was it, 15 to 20 year old? I'm not understanding your question, I guess. Well, I fucking forgot my question. Oh my God. So um, it's fiction hour. God damn it. Um, let's see. Fucking COVID vaccine. I didn't want to talk about the COVID vaccine. But you're, you're talking about utility. Um, you're talking about utilitarianism. And basically. Well, I mean, you, you answered my question. Basically, you don't right. think. You don't think no, I don't think that utilitarianism in the aspect of the pandemic is going to make it any different. Okay. So that, and that's what I was going to. So back to your point you made like 15 seconds ago about. Um, about the people that are high risk are the only ones should take it. What about the people that are kind of like middling risks or let's just say people like me, 30 year old man. Right. Like if I take it, then it's shown that if I get COVID, then my symptoms are a lot milder having right. got the vaccine than not. It's obviously not just about that. Then it's your choice. Then it's your choice okay. to get it. Well, you answered the question. Right. So. Right. So again, we're getting political instead of talking about existential. I understand. No, 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 but the, okay, so if we want to just, if you just want to ask, if you just want to answer the straight up existential crisis, I guess, then if you force everybody to get max, uh, vaccinated, the deaths will probably go down. Yeah, as, as a result of, as and a result illness. of all that. As, illness. I don't think illness is going to go down. All right, well, I still learned from this, Pat, I think politics is Jake's identity. I just noticed I'm just trolling you. You're making it political. You made it political. Mute button on him, please. So let me just let me just put it this way. So my dad, my dad was double vaxxed. My dad was double vaxxed and still had COVID. Got COVID. Yeah. And it's possible. You mean he was vaxxed? He was no. He had his vac and he got a booster. Oh, okay. So he was basically double, triple, whatever you want to call it. And he still got pretty sick. Like very sick, but did he's he die? Sick. No, he didn't die. What if he would have if he didn't have it? You're not making a fucking point. I'm making. Oh, okay. I'm trying to make a point. Sorry. You're interrupting here. What I'm saying with that is, is that yeah, it saved him from going to the hospital. But you're still gonna get. To, you're still gonna get sick. It's the cold. It's a flu now. It's a cold. It's a flu. Whatever it is now, because you have a vaccine that keeps you out of the hospital. So now it's your it's your choice to do it. If we're talking to existential threats or whatever. Yeah, if you wanted to get all the stuff and say that you had a higher chance of not being hospitalized, then great. Have everybody shoot everybody in the ass with it. Don't, don't, don't shoot everybody in the ass with it before that. But if not, I don't fucking know. <laughs> hey, word, 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 word. All I think is that it's like we met, we talk, started talking about like, oh, an asteroid is going to hit the Earth. What do we think about that? And it's, it just tends to drift towards... Well, if we had not had COVID, maybe the asteroid would turn turn around and go the well, other way. Like it seems keep, like we keep shifting back to COVID. Do we do we want to name this the Austin Pot? Let's change the let's change the name from the Sand Pit to the Austin. Let's keep this discussion. Let's keep the discussion offline because we do have to talk about that. But so I, I, the point that Austin said, and I think this is important, that if we ever were, if humans ever were to, to figure out our own existential threat, because I think we're the only species in human history who has the ability to do so, then I think. We have to come together in order to do that. If if there's still if if we're divided like we are today, you know maybe we'll be better off in fifty or hundred years. But we have to come together at some point to solve this problem. 
I know Awesome made that point. I just kind of wanted to wrap that up. And Nerdy, I want to ask you the question about 45 minutes ago when I asked this about um, what your thoughts on population control to save future generations at cost of like, you know, potentially current generations with utilitarianism. Um, so I, I would have to say no, we shouldn't like control the I guess when you say control the population, do you mean like killing off people to control over a population? What was that last part you said, Andy? So when you say population control, do you mean specifically like killing off people to control over population? Uh, no, I don't necessarily mean like killing people, throwing them in dungeons and fucking gassing them or shit like that. I, I guess I, I guess utilitarianism could make an argument that that'd be good for population control, but I um let me what what how did I have this written down here? So so I guess to answer that question, like I think like that extreme example of utilitarianism that ends just by the means. I don't yeah. think anything cruel, you know, or uh, you know overtly bad like that should be used but obviously we have like you know birth control we have scientific advancements that can help with that i feel like that could maybe be pushed or promoted and kind of like a come together help you know solve overpopulation sort of right. thing but you know should we have like a fucking uh limit on how many kids you could have or start killing people off no i don't think about that but I mean, we should probably start with sort of the, hey, guys, this is optional, but we really highly suggest it sort of thing. Right. And I just wanted to ask the question philosophically. Obviously, like, I don't want to use utilitarianism to control a population. But, you know, I guess I'll wrap up and say my point, which is I think that it's not it's a problem that we as a species are smart enough that we shouldn't be ignoring. And I think we're ignoring it. And I don't know what the answer is to to solve the issue, but I think something, I think we have to start having that conversation is what I'm talking about instead of being scared of it. To, to one of Nary's points, yeah, I, I could see how there could be like things that we could do to justify the means, like uh, unplug all the veggies. Um, maybe like if people that are old that have like five years be like, sorry, dude, like we're going to just put you down. Like you're using all the diapers. Like we got babies that need this shit. Like maybe you could do things like that, but killing people like in their forties and shit. Like they have a long lifespan ahead of them. Maybe we let them chill. Okay. Well, we got to about half the uh, topics I wanted to get to tonight, and that's fine. Um, we may discuss that in the next episode. We'll see. Uh, that's pretty much all I got. I don't know if you guys have anything you want to mention, like off off topic, like your own shit, or if we. Do you have a rant? I mean, my rant was kind of the beginning with the whole bodybuilding attack. Wait, that was you didn't know that conversation was going to happen. No, I knew it was going to happen. I was bringing it up. Oh, yeah. Okay. You, you called me anorexic two days ago on Snapchat, so I was like, "Okay, Austin, we're gonna we're gonna repeat that argument." And okay. anyways, Jake, Sports Minute rant. What yeah, I'll do a Sports Minute because I've ranted plenty enough on. Yeah, in case you guys have learned to hear enough of that. I got my ass kicked in bets this weekend. It was probably one of my worst betting weekends. It sucked. Uh, bouncing back. I uh, already started bouncing back well with my uh, matching bets tonight. Football on Tuesday, one. So, um, fuck the Astros. They're getting their ass kicked seven as we talk. Nothing, seven nothing by the Braves. So, I'm pumped about that. Um, Michigan loss was devastating, honestly. I mean, it sucked so much. I hate Michigan State so much. Um, 
Yeah, it was it was very irritating. And Pat, of course, had to rub it in when we were losing. I didn't mean to. Well, I mean, like, purposely I was like it in, out for it, even though you probably right, it was probably legitimately like, talk to you. But I was right, it was le- it was legitimately Pat just Snapchat sending, "Hey, how's everything going, Jake?" And I just said, "Bad, Pat, bad." Um, it was terrible loss, but hopefully they bounce back and destroy Ohio State here in a couple weeks. Um, I don't know. We got really nothing else. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, bouncing back this week. I'll get my picks out later. Bouncing back. I'll wrap up Sports Minute with you know with a subject nobody really cares too much about, but my favorite soccer team, Tottenham Hotspur. Let's go. World class manager today, Antonio Conte. They fired their old manager Nuno after four months and after only seventeen games. I'm looking forward. Really excited to see what he can do with the team. So. Hell yeah, let's go. And by the way, I, I also bet on the basketball game today, and I won that one too. So there you go. We are back in business. Atlanta's going to win the World Series, it looks like. So fuck yeah. All right, well, wrapping it up here. Yeah, I don't have a rant, but just like an announcement. I think that uh, they're making a South Park movie. So I'm looking forward to that. Saw the trailer. They had a bunch of South Park movies too. Have they? Are you talking about the specials? This, I did, think this is gonna had, be an actual movie. No, they had they had the movie. Oh, I know they had the one movie, or uncut or whatever. Like yeah, a long time. Movie or whatever. Uh, yeah, it was like a music like the nineties or or two thousand year two thousand, right? Um, but yeah, I think they're making another movie. Which thank God because South Park has been MIA for so long, and we desperately need them in these troubling times. To, I I need South Park more than anything in the world. South Park was built for these days. Yeah, exactly. And we, they've been radio silent, and we desperately need them because. The world needs more laughter. They probably they the probably, world needs more integrity. They probably yeah, integrity. They probably just can't even fucking believe what they're saying. So they're, they don't even know how to react. They're living yeah. in a real life fucking South Park now. It really is. It's a good South way to put Park, it. Colorado. So. Oh, uh, shout out Thursday night midnight. Let's go. Yeah, I was about to say Let's that too. Fucking yeah. do it. Baby. Shout out Vanguard, baby. You better be fucking good. I'm gonna want my money back. I probably won't get it. Campbell grind, baby. Getting Campbell ready. Grind so, is real. Hey, do we know when? And by the way, you need to get back in. I, I, again, do your fucking cut and lose. You know, eat eat three hundred calories and lose your two pounds. Yeah, how many you need to do because you need to get back on Vanguard. So, um, do we know uh, when Warzone when Warzone is integrated? December third or fourth. December. Okay, December. we'll be ready. We'll be ready. So Campbell's ready to go. All right. Shout out. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, the fuck. Sign us off. Oh my Bob. god! I, I, I can. Uh, hey, he's got a sign off. You got your sign off. But... Come on, Nick Merks. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you hit that like button and subscribe. This is Pat signing off. Until next guy, next time, guys. Enjoy yourself. Thank you for tuning into the Austin podcast today. It's been a real. Keep it real, bitches. Peace. Peace.